That took way. I need to work on my breath. God damn, I need to work on my nah, breath. That was extra long, though. So I don't think you need to work on it. I think that was pretty good. I would have been out like five, ten seconds prior to that. Maybe. Was it? Yeah, that was pretty good, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Though I feel like I could have done a whole lot better, but I, I'm not. I'm not as prepared as I think that I should be. Yeah. To provide the RSPN faithful a final final welcome yeah to the last week in the world well not the last week in the world of yellow sport obviously the <laughs> all sports go on yeah forever basketball ever. shuts down tonight this is basketball it. shuts down the nba <laughs> shuts down once rsb yeah, we're yeah, not gonna yeah. go that far we're not gonna go that far i mean it has it has been a wonderful wonderful ride we're not gonna go that far. yeah we still have plenty absolutely. of nba to be able to love and enjoy for decades and decades to come mm. our children their children yeah. so on and so forth but between jeff and i as fireworks are literally going off uh, yeah. as we are recording, you might not be able to hear them in the actual uh, feed right now, in the actual episode <clears throat> right now as we are recording. But fireworks are literally going off in the final episode. I think we have chose no better day to be able to provide a final episode in the fifth and final season yeah. of RSPN uh, than today. And it wasn't really planned like that. It just ended up being that way. Yeah, um, yeah, 100%. But uh, yeah, I, think, I think the 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 scenario the ambiance the ambiance <laughs> you would say i think yeah. is uh i think is very appropriate for a night like tonight yeah man um uh an independence day of some sort for sure mm-hmm. but yeah man uh recording this actually you know we're doing it obviously on the fourth but uh it's 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 a nice experience i think it's like the perfect time uh and yeah it's obviously in a good in a good way and you know i'm in a good mood you're in a good mood it'd be really fun dude i'm I'm happy to do it one more time so yeah yeah this is this is awesome so full transparency i've got i've got raw playing in the background right now normally between jeff and i we um we have our show notes that Mm -hmm. we have we literally did this for four years in an iphone notes app yeah be able to talk with each other week to week on what we were going to talk about, what we had planned to do, segments that we had, guests that we wanted, so on Mm -hmm. and so forth. Um, That's been abandoned today. (laughs) Yeah. We've crumbled up all the pieces of paper. There's no notes that we have to talk about, although I did do a little bit of boat riding yesterday to check in at the the FTX arena. I can't spoil (laughs) anything as of yet. I just... Is that so... Uh, it's just you know details hard ha- hammering de- hammering out the details hammering you would say is that, is that the terminology i was gonna say hammering the details out but it doesn't sound right we're hammering yeah. out the details in I, what's I, going I to, on in miami for the next couple of days yeah i had to give the final okay to get uh rudy over to to minnesota so that was a oh, tough, the, tough oh the final okay over you had to confirm that Rudy that Gobert tough, had the, that was a tough deal to sign man uh you know i wasn't sure but I figured, hey, this is my last season on RSPN. I'm not gonna have to worry about like explaining this every every week, you know. <laughs> I figured after I, the asterisk tattoo, everything was okay, and yeah, it was like, all I, right, I, you I didn't literally the show. like I spent you know four seasons, five seasons doing this, right? And I don't think, I mean, we always give our credit to like Rudy as a player, but you know, we shouldn't on that nigga a lot of times too. So it was funny to see that news, but man, it was it was I had to I had to check the check the box for that one, man, you know. So you have to just give it the okay. So now in Minnesota, okay. we have to worry about, we have to take a look at the Twin Towers that has already yeah. been referred to between Carl Anthony Towns and um, Rudy Gobert. Twin Towers, does sound nice. A little bit jealous. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I can't not be happy about it, right? I mean, it is. I mean, it is. It's, one of, 
it's one of the reasons that I, I wanted, um, and it still feels blasphemous to even talk about after we are now about to talk about the season one of RSPN season two, and of course all mm-hmm. five seasons throughout this. Uh, for me to say that I want Joel and B to be able to sit uh, to stand next to Bam Adebayo <laughs> is something that it still feels kind of odd. Obviously, it's not going to happen, know. but you, never, you know, you never know. You never it, know. Details I, need I, to be hammered. Bro, all right? I would have. Ne- There's no way. You know, we could have started this. When we started this, there's no way I would have said, you know, by the end of this, Rudy Gobert would be a Minnesota Timberwolves player. There's no way I would have ever even thought about it. So you never know. You would have never known. Things yeah, things sure. can change. People sure. can grow. People can mature. People can also request trades to specific places, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's also there there, there there's also know. that too. Thankfully, between you and I, we have not requested any formal any formal trades to different teams towards mm-hmm. different organizations or anything mm-hmm. of that nature since we started uh, season one. Season one, and especially as I'm looking at the time right now, season one ended up being um uh, you could literally hear you could literally hear us late at night. <laughs> finishing episodes of Atlanta and jumping on to do RSPN. If you were yeah. to ever go back to season maybe, one, maybe even getting sidetracked watching Atlanta, <laughs> like talking about Atlanta for like just watch, just watching minutes. Atlanta in the in the middle in of the, middle the episode, of the show, more like than, bringing it up. I think I, it, it, it is a possibility, which is why uh, before we get to this week's details of our final episode, I'm going to ensure that all five seasons of RSPN continue to stay. Um, in their designated places. Mm-hmm. Originally, we started off in Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. Um, we ended up making our way over to Spotify a little bit later. But for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, you will be able to go back and listen to any of the five seasons uh, of RSPN. So if you do have a friend, I, I already have a, a personal friend of mine, shout out to Dwayne. <coughs> Dwayne has been listening um, and catching up literally since... I think he. I don't think he started all the way from season one. That's a lot of listening. Yeah, that would be. That would but be he's. Wild uh, so, I think. But. I think he started tapping. I think he started tapping in in season in season at the beginning of season five or was mm-hmm. it season four. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. And um, he ended up. He ended up just liking everything that we talked about because obviously he knows everything that's already happened. It's not like really you really need spoilers. You <laughs> right, know right, what happened right. yeah, in the yeah. past four years of the league, but to be able to hear our experience from that was something that uh, he ended up enjoying a lot. So we're gonna keep the archives up one hundred percent. Everybody that wants to listen to season one through season five of RSPN, I think the only thing that we have to do is is actually like tell our transistor feed to just close the show, and mm-hmm. then it, it it still exists, but it shows as an ended podcast. I guess you would say for right. those that tap in and some uh, not submit. Um, oh my god how did I how did I already how did I already forget the word um, <laughs> sub when you when you when you when you sub when you sub to a podcast All right. For those that want to submit, uh, Jesus Christ, I already said submit again. You know what I need? As, we, as we're thinking of season hey. one, I'm going to bring it back to season one. Where is it? You know, it's crazy. Like, I'm not, I, I'm i actually sober for this one. Wait, what? Just a tad bit. Like, I did smoke. Oh, Tad, you smoked. I did, Tad, I did smoke a few right. hours ago. But, but a liar. But la- last week, like, I had smoked like 10 minutes prior. Energy was just a tad bit different. Just a tad bit. Is that so? Well, yeah. in this case, um, for those that had not listened Fuck from season don't. one's experience, there were moments where I would take a shot before I ended up doing the show because it would calm my nerves just a little bit. Obviously, one shot is not going to get me drunk. I am a very avid drinker, but um, those ended up going away once my nerves actually started easing a bit and I, we actually started getting a little bit more comfort and ease, and ease just within myself of <clears throat> right. uh, recording weekly, writing, producing, <laughs> editing 
so on and so forth. Uh, just literally got a text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see that. I just see literally that. got a text from Chris Mack. Shout out to Chris Mack. He said, Chris oh, fuck, Mack. it's the final RSPN. It is. Uh, so Chris Chris is um, Chris is going to be one of the, the, the few voices that we talk about. Well, not few. There's been many voices on yeah, RSPN that yeah, we're actually yeah, going truly. to talk about from these past uh, five seasons. Before we do that, going to bring it back to season one and give you a little bit of ASMR here. There is a nice bottle of Casamigos Blanco. Usually I would stay Terramana. Shout out to Armand, mm. another RSPN alumni that we were going to celebrate this week. But I kind of feel a small amount of nerve. So what I'm going to do here is give you just a little bit of ASMR. I'm going to quickly cheer to the uh, to the RSPN faithful and everybody that may be listening right now as I uh, uh, what's the best way to say this just make this a little bit more authentic here I would say between yeah, Jeff man. and I from our greener pastures I would assume that you would uh, well I would I would more than likely say so cheers to everybody that is listening absolutely take a little bit for me man look at you uh, yeah oh yeah right, <laughs> what's going uh, on over there that was- Damn, bro. Ah. Mm. Ah, it was a big shot. Okay. Big shot. Okay, boom. I am ready. I am ready to go. I'm situated. I'm celebrated. Uh-oh. Woo! Okay. So, for those that have not been listening for the past two weeks, I would assume that there more than likely are not too many uh, that do not know that today is the final episode in the series of RSPN. We're getting a lot of texts in as of right now, which is actually pretty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty, uh, pretty interesting, but the i just <laughs> <laughs> shit about to hit you man. You gotta, no 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 it's not it's not it's not it's not the shot it's literally a text that eric just sent over oh, i should not okay, be, okay, okay. i should not be <laughs> i should not be fucking laughing at right now but series finale series finale was planned between you and i to be able to sit back move away a lot of the things that we normally have to talk about. And granted, there isn't too much that we have to uh, dive into from an NBA perspective. Obviously, Summer League is going on right now, but Summer Mm -hmm. League is going to continue to go on. The trades have been pretty good so far between you and I. You have already changed the Minnesota Timberwolves very well within your uh, submission and your declaration. I'm trying to make sure that those things happen for the Miami Heat as well as our dreams of a Heat and Timberwolves finals are still not 100% (laughs) out of the vicinity as of yet, which is great. But we want to be as transparent as possible and tell some backstories, a little bit behind the scenes, not even just a little bit behind the scenes, but give some great detail on some of our favorite moments of these past few years and everything that we have enjoyed from our show perspective and all the conversations that we have had uh, since then. Mm -hmm. At first, we cannot go forward with anything that we have planned without thanking, appreciating, and showing love to every single person that has tuned in from SoundCloud, (laughs) that has tuned in from the Apple Podcast Days, that have tuned in... From February 2018, going all the way <clears throat> until now, I believe between Jeff and I, I would like to say that things are a whole lot different in life from February 2018 going on to <laughs> what we have now. Wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah, to say the least, bro. I mean, it was definitely a, just a different time period. Um, you know, you still go through everything, like trying to figure out what the fuck you want to do. And like, I feel like we're probably both in different places, obviously, from them. But it 
I, I, we still kind of stayed like the same people through the process too, which is nice. But yeah, man, I, I just remember like those days, you know, we kind of didn't know what we were doing. We kind of just winging it at that time too, uh, mm-hmm. to some degree. And then eventually like everything just kind of came into fruition, especially with like chemistry. But yeah, man, a, a, a lot has, a lot has changed. A lot has changed for sure. From a personal perspective, from a recording perspective, those are going to be details that we're going to give in to the questions that uh, were submitted within these past two weeks. It seems like the Internet has brought back uh, form spring from a decade ago. So, <laughs> yeah, we ended up using that uh, perspective to be able to highlight some of our better moments of RSPN. And, and even if they weren't better moments as well, we'll be able to tell the details within that too. We have a very solid set of questions. A good 99% of these are all anonymous since that ends up being the, the fun thing that is going on in FormSpring right now, sure. outside of uh, one person who wanted to make sure that he was named uh, directly as well. So we'll be able to add a name uh, towards that. But these are all going to be questions that I think are going to feed a well amount of detail towards um, some of the fun that we have had throughout yeah, yeah. these past couple of years, because sure. there are many different eras of RSPN, um, many different segments that people love, so mm-hmm. on and so forth, that I think it's going to be very nice to be able to just sit back and have a candid discussion and look back at what has happened without, within the past uh, five seasons. But again, none of this is possible without everybody that assisted in liking, sharing, subscribing, talking, um, literally every single portion of that towards when we were on the rnc radio live feed and we were posting our episodes on twitter um to when we ended up starting season five with our own actual twitter account yeah Uh, these things really did these things really did help a lot i feel like a lot of this process has just been 100 humbling in that case and um i don't want to give too much away as of right now before we ask or answer a lot of the questions that we do have so Let's try and get into these. Yeah, I think yeah, these end up being what, some good got, things man. here. Let's see what we got, bro. All right, so I'm going to read off. I'm, I'm going to read off all of these. We can provide as much detail as we want to as possible. Yeah. And there's no time limit for this right, finale, right, right. of course. So even if this goes past our traditional, I mean, we're only at 15 minutes right now. But even yeah, if this goes yeah. past the traditional hour, by no means should you expect this to be like shortened to an hour as we normally keep that centric in rsbn throughout our um normal seasons but so we have first question from our anonymous submissions what was the objective for rspn um Mm. objective how can i how can Mm. i answer that so i will i will say this the beginning of rspn came from an idea that we had from an r from internally from RNC, I would say. Um, Thankfully, getting the invite to RNC was something that was very big for me. I believe you were in RNC before I was. I think I came in and you were already here. Right, it was like the the, the group me era. Yeah, exactly. So it was the group me era, which became the Slack era, which became the Discord (laughs) era. So you were already in. And at certain points in time, RNC was, you know, obviously we were sharing things, having fun, so on and so forth. Ended up being just mm. our traditional group chat, but then we ended up trying to figure out how can things, um, how can we produce things from a perspective where we're sharing a lot of the things that we love, that yeah. we talk about literally day to day internally, and actually share that and build a community with people. That was always our biggest focus as mm. opposed to boom how can we get ten thousand downloads in yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 days yeah, how can we uh know, like 
I mean, analytics were like it, it was SoundCloud, so it was there for us. But mm. it, it's not like we were sitting there trying to, you know, make sure we had ten thousand listens or whatever. It was just like kind of jumping in, being ourselves, and kind of giving like a, a real perspective and not being censored in that way. And yeah, maybe earlier on you might have got some like something a little bit more outlandish than you got today. But that was just kind of a part of the process. We were just figuring it out as we as we went, but. I know for me personally, like, you know, we just wanted to kind of like speak our language, you know, in our own way without it being like what you might see on first take or um, I don't think Undisputed exists at that time. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like, we, you know, you guys see how it is today. So we just wanted to like just be free. And I think that was really the extent of it at the time. So mm-hmm. around 2017, when we were actually having the conversation of producing more podcasts at the time i think j5 had voice of the voiceless the mm-hmm. rnc radio podcast i believe was also going around yeah. at that time and um we were building towards our flagship rnc so rnc show which ended up being the a show of course the a show still going very very strong shot to j5 and meals and yeah. we wanted to have a sports show as well and we thought of the idea of me being one of the heads of that because in 2017 the most that I had at that point in time, which was actually, I would say, fairly entertaining, was me screaming into my phone <laughs> and yelling at a young 2017. So I'm 26. And Ooh. it even goes earlier than that, because truthfully, it was like 2016, 2015 when I started doing the video. So that's like <laughs> right, 24 right. of me just yelling about the heat. And I would just be screaming in my phone about the heat. I would be on Snapchat, which Snapchat was the the, the social media app that I had at yeah, the time yeah, before, yeah. Uh, before Instagram stories ended up popping up. I didn't put anything on Twitter at that time. Um, a lot of it was just personal friends watching my Snapchat screaming about the heat, screaming about the NBA, so on and so forth. And one of the ideas was, yo, you should we should turn this into a podcast and we talk about the NBA. And we have plenty of people within RNC that can talk sports with you, be guests with you, and you and Jeff would actually be a great pairing. And I said, well, it's actually pretty interesting. But at that time, I was not highly opinionated on podcasts. I was probably <laughs> at most... I was probably at most on three or four podcasts before we started jumping into um, weekly episodic taping of doing season one of RSPN. And before we even did anything of the pilot, I think I only did like three or four episodes. Two of them were probably ones from Random Acts of Podcast. Shout out to him. He has been a he has been a very pivotal piece in uh, me doing a whole lot more with this microphone outside of rnc of course and outside of that it was one episode of oh my god i think it was the blind box it was um it was hosted by catfish and gm there were like two people that were on twitter at that point in time yeah, and i yeah, did yeah. i did it because they wanted to talk to me and we wanted to talk about just random things and i was just like i truthfully i literally have nothing going right now i'm literally just on twitter <laughs> laughing and like, saying sure. funny things about the heat but i was just like i'll do i'll do it it's yeah. cool but from hosting and having like my own podcast was not something that was on my mind at the time. And granted 2017, if even 2017, that's like five years ago, that feels like a different uh, landscape. I mean, it was podcast than it was in 2022. Granted, there were many people that had podcasts that were going strong and going weekly, going, going through years and years and so on and so forth. But 
it felt like 2017, just the landscape, the amount of podcasts that were there at that point in time was not something that I fully, fully latched onto of being able to host it for myself. So everything was new to me at that time. Um, Recording was new. Editing was new. And at that time, before we ended up doing anything podcast wise, the most that I the most knowledge that I had when I started realizing, okay, maybe maybe this could end up being something that um, could be pulled off. And maybe it is something that I'll end up enjoying was the fact that I've had a little program that has, of course, assisted RSPN for the entire uh, four years that we have been on air. Um, It's called Audacity. I used Audacity since I was probably 15 years old. And I knew for a fact that if we had audio files, I could make them sound good. Mm-hmm. I can put them together. Yeah. I could clip them. I already did a well amount of graphic design before we ended up doing with RSPN. We did some local things that were out here in Palm Beach County. I ended up not going forward with that and dropping out of that because I, it was a portion where, what's the best way that I can say it? Graphic design was ending up being one of my lesser interests the more that I did it when I was young. But right. I knew for a fact that I had that in my pocket if I ever wanted to jump back into it and make easy things, like easy covers towards podcast covers. Because you're not really wilding out on podcast covers. Like no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fairly easy to be able to create podcast covers. So after a conversation that I had, after a conversation that I had with Amp and actually – Nick Bailey was actually somebody that can attest to this too, because Nick Bailey was there. Uh, I was at Nick Says Go on Twitter. He was there with AMP at the time that we had this uh, conversation. We were talking about doing it with RSPN, and I was just like, well, I'm not 100% positive what the show is going to be about just yet, so on and so forth, but I'm just easing myself into recording a whole lot more. And AMP had actually given me a lot of comfort and messages as to why this is going to end up being something that ends up working well for me. And uh, that actually really did help me a lot. I will, I, w- I will say that actually helps me put a whole lot of things into perspective of what I can do and get myself a little bit out of my head mm-hmm. as to um, how this could end up, end up happening for anything that we produced for, for yeah. RNC. So yeah. around the time that February, 2018 happens, of course, you and I link, and mm-hmm. we're like, well, truth be told, you weren't doing anything heavily on the mic at that time. I was nah. not doing anything heavily on the mic. Yeah, we just yeah. knew for a fact that we could be two funny niggas talking about something that we end up liking a whole lot within the NBA at the time. And we're just like, well, let's just shoot a pilot. Let's see, see what happens. Let's just see. I mean, I, I, I had just like really stopped doing music, I think, you know, so mm-hmm. I was like kind of on that realm of, you know, I like people to hear my voice and, you know, like I, I wanted to, I, I wanted to be like, I just wanted to be heard on a, on a different level. Yeah. And, uh, obviously being in love with sports, I think we actually toyed with it being more than basketball for, for a second too. And like, mm-hmm. it just never happened because obviously this is a lot as it is. So yeah, man, it, it was like, uh, it was actually a really weird experience I would say, because, we're invested obviously because of where we were coming from at least you know from rnc perspective but i, I don't i don't, I don't want to say we were winging it it just like really the chemistry just kind of happened and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the week to week bounces were just like they were just starting to come in stride and you know really like everything just kind of everything just kind of aligned you know like that first season after like maybe the first like five six episodes bro like i just remember 
every time we get off, we'd be like, damn, that was good. That was good. Or that was mm-hmm. really good. You know, it just kept getting better and better. And truthfully, when we started realizing that, I think season one, we didn't really have too much of a large perspective outside of the fact that we wanted to tell a lot of these stories that are going on yeah. in the NBA from our voice and, you know, hear the lingo, hear the terminology, yeah, hear yeah. it the way that we would like to hear it outside of, like you said, the the the, the main channels that you would hear that would not be able to provide us mm. that perspective. And as we talk about differences between 2017 and 2022, I think even in this stage, we have a lot more um, of those areas and of those of those lanes that you could really jump into to be able to enjoy the analytical experience of basketball along with the entertainment perspective of basketball. If you really do want to have best of both worlds in that case, I think one, if we were to pick an, if if we were to pick specific objectives of RSPN, it was to one build a community with a lot of the people that ended up enjoying what we were producing here at rnc radio and be able to have a sports lane for us because yes like you said we we did talk basketball but we also had segments like a spot of footy where you would talk (laughs) about soccer uh we would try to you know pencil in some things with football so on and so forth but mainly it was really basketball centric and to enjoy that with any of the other listeners that we had that enjoyed sports that was also something that we wanted to build around that as opposed to let's be the number one sports podcast in the <laughs> fucking world in the damn yeah, universe yeah, like yeah. like 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 some may have and granted that's not to really shit on that perspective no, or no, no. shit we, on that we, goal because we that's wanted to see it we wanted to see it from the people that were listening i mean even now today you know looking back on it four years later we do have people coming to us saying yo this is my favorite shit or this is the best mm-hmm. you know and it, that's their perspective and even if it's one person's perspective like to me, that's kind of like really all I all I needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it wasn't. I know. I know. Obviously, numbers and fame and fortune and all that. That's a whole nother. That would be fantastic. But even to have twenty people say this is my favorite show uh, is pretty dope. Exactly. All of that, I think, has been one of the more humbling experiences between between you and I. Sure. Um, but we'll also I think I think I think more of these questions will be able to talk more into yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Uh, details. Another question from Anonymous. Was there anyone specific you were trying to reach in the first few seasons? <clears throat> um, I mean, I don't know. I don't like as a whole, I, I would say. I don't know. We wanted to make sure like black people knew that we you could step on a platform and just like talk the way that you want to talk from wherever mm-hmm. you're from. But like, mm-hmm. you know, kill it, though, and really talk about like what's going on in the league from like an educational standpoint, like a really smart standpoint. But we be ourselves, too, you know, and your slang from where you're from and my slang from where I'm from. And it like but it, it all makes sense. But I, I don't know, like anyone specific i don't think i was really trying to like touch me this is me personally i wasn't like trying to just like just have black people hear me or just have white people hear me or bitches or Mm. whatever like it was mostly just like i just wanted you know i I just wanted to be heard from like you know people that really cared about like substance and talking about sports that was really it for me at least jeff's 100 percent lying he definitely wanted the girls to hear him don't let him lie to you i mean yeah i mean yeah yeah But, but yeah, you know, I, I wasn't, that wasn't obviously like, I didn't think we would have like this renowned amount of like, <laughs> you know, Fanfare. Uh, female <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So not that we didn't deserve that, but I'm just saying, you know, obviously I just wanted to make sure like, 
and even from like the anime side when we were doing you know doing lookout and stuff like i just wanted black people to know like this shit is cool no matter like where you're from or how you look or how you sound you know you can do it with like people that you care about and it'd be dope that actually reminds me of the fact that we have never really told the story of what or how we got the name of RSPN and how we really adapted with that. <laughs> yeah. um, we just had ESPN and it ended up just being a, a way of, of, of us being able to try and flip that from an RNC perspective. But truthfully, yeah. when it came to our channel and our show, the RSPN ended up, you know, being O-U-R in a certain case because Ooh. from RSPN, we were able to tell things and curse and yeah. use lingo in ways that you are not going to be able to hear it and that ended up playing to some of our best advantages when uh within those first moments of season one and season two when it was strictly strictly just completely fans and granted you and i are are, are still for the for I, I i would generally say between season one and season five i don't think we have lost any of our fandom it's not like we are now correspondents no. uh senior insiders no no, no. i mean we still saying we want to say i, in I arenas, don't know so on and so forth yeah it kind of goes back to like what was the objective Mm-hmm. That, that first question, like, I can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm ch- I was just trying to get I'm trying to get on ESPN or I'm trying to get on whatever. Like, I, I wasn't necessarily trying to be like a sports analyst or anything of that nature. You know, I after a few seasons, obviously, I thought about it, you know, like just mentally because we're doing it, you know, but it was that was never like the pure objective for me. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we. There were moments where there were specific and certain audience that we did want to uh, reach in these cases because Jeff and I at that point in time were really just trying to teach ourselves a whole lot from uh, probably the most DIY perspective that you can really think of. Jeff and mm-hmm. I have not gone to any form of classes for any of this. Mm-hmm. We are not writers. We have not been writers of anything. We did not go to school for anything multimedia wise. A lot of our multimedia um, experiences and the things that we have been exposed to are things that have just happened on the fly. Anything that I have learned as far as editing, processing, post-processing, producing, so on and so forth, things that you would you know really jazz up a LinkedIn with are things that have happened on the fly. And I think those are some of the moments that have been some of our best strengths yeah. because truthfully when you end up just jumping into the water and doing it in that case you end up um in moments where you look back and say wow i i, I literally didn't know a single piece of this and now i have the opportunity to brag and say yeah i i, I do have the opportunity to yeah, say yeah. yes i can do x y and z because of just the fact that we had a a, a, a window a glimpse of vision and we're able to jump into it. And yeah. that ends up being some of the the harder parts, I would say, for those that are just a little bit hesitant of jumping into new ventures, whether it's, you know, audibly like this video wise, if you're more so a YouTube uh, Twitch type person, where you want to do more multimedia things. The first part that ends up being the hardest is the leap. And I think for most, if you were to listen to to those that maybe that you respect, that you admire from a multimedia perspective they would be able to tell you yeah things felt a little bit uncertain from time to time (laughs) yeah i mean for sure but i think even so all the work that's been done like i was able to put a lot of this shit onto my actual resume 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People that I've interviewed from here to look out to, you know, I was able to, to, to say that that actually got done. I mean, that's still an achievement. So, but yeah, there are also times where both of us are tired as fuck or, you know, just trying to figure out like if it's still, if this is something still we want to do or whatever, you know, things happen. So. And that kind of feeds more into this. It, well, it kind of bleeds into this question that the, our next question that we have from uh, another anonymous submission. How do you prepare yourself in learning a new game? I think the true answer is that we really didn't. I think we knew yeah, nah, at a certain real. case we had we had heard, you know, things that we watch things that we listen to from a podcast perspective as well, because sports podcasts definitely existed uh, five years ago, just in, in, in many different mediums, um, less mediums than we do have in 2022, of course, but they definitely still did exist five years ago. And there were things that you know we enjoyed and that we liked, but we want to be able to tell strictly from the area of a fan, just watching the NBA mm-hmm. and <clears throat> viewing things the way that, we did viewing things the way that others do because growing up in in a fairly strong levitard centric uh <laughs> i would say home well yeah my mom also listens to it too so you can say it's a fairly strong levitard home where so much things that they preach and and, and dan preaches on that show of how sports can be entertaining and fun in so many different spectrums outside right. of just the typical analytical, uh, serious hand in the dirt. Hand in the dirt is more so a football term, but you know when it comes to for, to to those who really do appreciate hearing the former athlete just talk about why yeah, X, yeah, Y, yeah. and Z is so important. That ends up being something that affects the NBA as well, just not in the terminology of hand in the dirt. To be able to have conversations that I was able to hear like daily from Levitar. Levitar ends up being such a huge influence. Just yeah. and not, not yeah, even just Dan, everybody else that's on the yeah, show. Yeah, that yeah. that they wanted to tell sports stories without the hashtag sprots of everything <laughs> that makes a lot of AM talk show hard to listen to for a mm-hmm. lot of people. That makes certain shows on big sports networks hard to listen to. For a decent amount of people we kind of wanted like a happy medium of it and granted you and i are definitely not analysts you and i yeah. are definitely not not those who take a lot of our takes and our analytics and so forth and and, and shove that into people's face of me being right 100 of the time or you being right 100 of the time we mm-hmm. just wanted to kick back and tell stories in ways that I think a lot of people actually did appreciate and just having something entertaining to hear about in ways that they might not have cared about within the NBA five years ago or so. So right. those, those I think are more so are most more so the areas that we went to as far as preparing ourselves for uh, jumping into a lot of this. Now, detail wise, as far as like, well, how are we going to put the show up? How are we going to figure out what to do each and every week for our captions? What are we going to do with covers? How are we going to do so on and so forth? I think those just ended up playing into our ways where the news was big enough for us. It was kind of, I mean, headlines were just happening. Mm -hmm. You guys knew, I think at a certain point, it's like, if something amazing happened, you know, we're going to talk about it, you know, on the next episode. I mean, we we would get tweets saying emergency podcast because something just happened maybe like two days after we dropped an episode. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things, we, we got our own methods just off like the league being 
crazy and honestly it's gotten crazier as as we went forward so it worked out in our favor but there's always a story one of the biggest emergency podcast requests actually ended up being the night that um Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were traded to the Los Angeles Clippers and um unfortunately we were not able to do a bonus episode at that time because um it was midnight um I was definitely high out of my mind in Los Angeles I'm not sure were 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 you also high out of your mind that night I was there yeah for sure we were playing WWE on Twitch I remember it was the first day that we were all in Los Angeles before the orange came out I think I think uh y'all might have went to the strip club that night but I I stayed with Cliff I think Strip club. We ain't gonna no strip. We ain't gonna no strip y'all, club. Y'all went, out. y'all went out. Y'all went somewhere. Nah, we went to um. Cliff didn't want to go. I just remember Cliff not wanting to go, and I didn't want to leave him, so I stayed. <laughs> so you stayed with Cliff? Yeah, yeah. I rem- like, I remember it, but I don't know. I can't recall where y'all went. I I wasn't sure if it was a strip club or not. One of the one of the uh one of the nights we had. I can't remember if it was the last night or if it was the first night we had went out to to Hollywood. It was like downtown Hollywood, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. and we had went to um. It was like this. It was like this. Um, it's like this hotel that was also like a bowling alley, and we went to go bowling. That was pretty fun. We got we got tacos right after that. I ended up having like these Al Pastor tacos with like pineapple in them. Oh yeah, meat. I think I was gone. I think I, I I probably I definitely wasn't there for that. It was me, J Five, Pat. Um, God, oh, who Ty? else was there? Ty. Yes. Yeah, I did. Ty, Ty was, I was there. Pat was there. I don't remember where I was, but I definitely had something to do. Was Cam? No, I don't think I don't. I don't think Cam was there. Nah, I don't I'm think. Kinda, I don't I'm kind of envisioning the pictures. I think it was Ty, Pat, me, and me, Nate. and J Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, that could have been. I think. I think that could have been one of the main times that if we actually did do an emergency podcast, it would have been one of the wildest, wildest episodes. Sure, because we actually right. had to pile drive Cam at the at the RC. <laughs> yeah, yeah that got rough. Kawhi got Leonard rough. was going to be a Laker. Yeah, I, I ended up. I ended up uh, exclusive. I ended up texting Cam. I don't even think some some other like RNC niggas don't even know this, but I ended up texting Cam before he got there just to warn him what was. He warned him. <laughs> what was coming up, bro? I was like, "Yo, bro, I was like, hey, nigga, be careful, bro. They on your ass already." So you know, and he showed up late just to make it worse, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely let him know. It was all it was it was, it was all about the suspense. I appreciate sure. you for, for being able to show to show the yeah, uh, yeah. suspense, but uh, uh, preparing. To jump into a new game was, you know, it was something that was a little bit concerning at the point in time. But as far as audio and knowing how I was going to produce things, I wasn't wasn't very worried. I knew that I could tap back into my 15 year old self and teach myself things about audacity that um, actually helped us with the editing, helped us with the post producing and um, assisted in producing a lot of things that we had on um, the RSPN feed. And, of course, things within the RNC radio network as well so even though it was not something that was you know a 100 percent centric in my mind of yes we are going to jump into podcasts and kill this at least from mm-hmm. from my from my perspective it was definitely something easy to pick up on because these things just end up being i, I would i would i would like to say that i feel like it's, it's a blessing to be able to jump into things and have that being something that's uh second nature you almost yeah, not everybody can your talk, not yeah, exactly. Talk, you know, at least like I don't I mean that like in this way, you know, and truthfully, even even just that the fact that it's it's jarring for people to even just talk into a microphone for 30 minutes, let alone one hour plus yeah. weekly yeah. for like off games, X amount off, like, of years, 10 games, you know, talking yeah. about 10, 12 games. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely crazy. Yeah, exactly. I think I think even that is something that we had not prepared for or at least i had not prepared for this has helped i would say with public speaking 
uh, being yeah, a lot yeah, more front yeah. forward in s- sure. certain conversations that I have, being a lot more direct in certain cases. And granted, I feel like even at this point in 2022, even with four years, there's there's moments where I feel like I can shave things down a whole lot. There's <laughs> many ways that I can uh, get my details yeah. across with a whole lot less words, That's very true. Uh, a whole lot, a, a, a whole lot less of the fabric. And it's not necessarily fabric fabrication, but tangents are real. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. We've had them. We've all had them on this show. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, these end up being certain things that we that it almost it almost just becomes second nature to us of of being novice at it and just continuing with repetition. I'm sure there are sports players that felt novice with their skill at that point in time, and literally just repetition helped them become the athletes that they are right now. It's I feel like it's no different in any form of venture that you try and jump into as long as you're consistent and you have the ability to just continue your process Mm -hmm. you will see the results that you end up wanting to have and between jeff and i we don't even feel like rspn is a ceiling because even after this we have ventures that we want to jump into we want to continue learning with a whole lot of these um types of things it just so happens that what we have done been able to do within these past four years has taught us so much to be able to continue to grow and do bigger projects newer projects things that we want to work on for personal perspectives and that ends up being something that you know it's 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 not really thought about until you have a day like today when you're looking back at it and you're <laughs> yeah, just like, wow, there are moments that I was just not sure. Like, yo, how are we going to be able to talk about this for X amount of time? And grant, mm-hmm. and, and this is because, and this is coming from areas where season one's episodes were way longer than, yeah, than what, yeah. than, than what we have yeah, here. Like in season 15, five. Hour 20 sometimes, you know, and, and that's just the show, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes the recording process was two and a half hours back then, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, they don't, they don't, a lot of hours have been put in, you know, on and off air for sure. So these are moments that I think, I think end up being, you know, remembered a whole lot when it comes to our preparation and our process. It wasn't really too much. I will, I will say it did take a, it did take a well amount of time as far as, as preparing before our first episode. Our first episode ended up being February, what is it, 16th? I think our birthday is February 16th, 2018. But before mm-hmm. that ends up being like a couple of months of, okay, in my head, like, yeah, maybe this can work. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do X, Y, and Z. Now I'll entertain it a whole lot more because the conversation that I bring up between Amp and uh, Nick that we had was that was during WrestleMania weekend. That was like March or was it April? April of 2017. So think about April 2017 going all the way into February. It was a good amount. It was a good amount that I had to think about as far as being able to um, prepare myself to to dedicate myself to something right. like this dedication yeah. is is a is a very very important word when it comes to um podcasting because not only are you going to dedicate yourself towards your co-host you are going to dedicate yourself towards the schedule um the conversations that you're going to have the processing of it the promotion of it after the episode is done it's a lot and i think and i think for those that just become a little bit hesitant and try and um 
figure out the reasons as to why it's not going to work. I think those mm-hmm. moments end up being the ones that get into people's heads, <clears throat> kind of make them a little bit standoffish in yeah. jumping into these new ventures. But even yeah, if I yeah, were to absolutely. ask you, if you were to ask me, if you were to ask anybody else within RNC, any of those that you know, had their first episode, had, had their first experience talking into a microphone as a guest of RSPN. You know what I'm saying? Like these, these ended up being things that they felt a whole lot more comfortable with as they continue to be consistent and as they continue to make sure within their minds that things are going to be smooth, the more that you practice. Yeah, exactly. Not to make it a little bit more Allen Iversonish with that, but... <laughs> Um, per Miles Hervey, this is something What's that was Miles? sent directly from Miles. He says, hi, Mark, I wanted to submit a question. Of course, he's going to submit a question right now. Um, before that, he said, I wanted to say thank you to you guys. RSPN has helped me get through a ton of assignments in undergrad and now oh, grad nice. school. So I credit a part of my success to you guys while also providing me with another way to look at the sport of Salute. basketball. Thanks for all the work y'all did on the pod. Miles ended up Salute. actually winning through our i think it was one of our holiday giveaways that he so. ended up that he ended up uh winning i think it was one of the last giveaways that we ended up doing back when we were doing giveaways in those um earlier seasons but that i i this i i man i've already said that this ends up being a humbling experience for me but being able to realize wow yeah, we started underground with our fucking yeah. podcast bro <laughs> yeah, yeah, and have literally to grown to be different, different people yeah yeah it's crazy bro i mean even like i said you and i you know we even us we changed and and bro to me like it's humbling because i couldn't imagine you know just working my ass off in school and handling my business and like somebody's just listening to me every week you know Mm -hmm. like talk about fucking basketball and even i think i think even most producers of podcasts those are not things that jump into people's minds immediately like wow you are literally a part of somebody like that is a life experience sure it is. that you don't realize that you affect week in and week out those ended mm-hmm. up being things that you know <laughs> i really appreciated i and i i reached out immediately and said all as always we appreciate you listening and join and joining the family because you know, a lot of our listeners at this point in time really just feel like family. These four years, they have listened to you and I mature and go through different experiences. Like 2018, 2018 yeah. was just so uh, February 2018. <laughs> I was dealing with at that point in time, somebody that I didn't realize till a couple months later was going to be a little bit difficult in in just realizing that time is being wasted here. Um, and that ended up being something that really fucked up my summer 2018 going into that was also tough doing season two ended up feeling so, so much like not necessarily like therapy because we didn't really talk about it on, on the Mm -hmm. show. I think we ended up opening season two with like, Hey, how's our summer? Yours sucked. Oh yeah. Mine sucked too. Let's talk. (laughs) Let's, let's actually talk basketball and, uh, let's try and get over a lot of these experiences. Like that ended up being the portion that felt like therapy, even through our, most annoyed weeks some of our toughest moments we were able to jump onto rspn and be able to laugh at some of the funnier moments of the nba some of the better games that we were able to enjoy what's going to happen throughout the season we've been able to crown 
literally five different NBA champions since that mm-hmm. um, has come from. And not necessarily different champions because season one's champion uh, ended up being the Golden State Warriors and Kevin Durant's last championship with Golden State before we ended up getting to th- 2022, where we also have the Golden State Warriors once again as NBA champions. But to to realize how close that ends up bringing people towards not only your voice, but also your vision of what you had for this show was something that took me back a whole lot. So we appreciate you miles a for whole sure, lot. And, sure. and love you a whole lot for being able to show that, that love for us. But he asked, what made you guys pick these respective teams as fans, these teams being the Miami yeah. heat and the Minnesota Timberwolves. How did we become yeah, yeah. Heat fans and Timberwolves fans to be able to provide that local love? We were only yeah. able to do one hometown classic between the Miami yeah. Heat and the Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. was on YouTube very very early uh before we end up having before, before we ended up having any type of Twitch aspirations or anything like that. But what made you a Timberwolves fan, Jeff? Uh I was so I was raised by my dad to be a Bulls fan. There are some there are some pictures of me as a adolescent as a toddler mm-hmm. uh in a in a in a Bulls jersey that are out there. So but um obviously you know you get older and you start making your own decisions. I think I was I want to say I was about 13, maybe 14. Uh it was the year it was the year uh uh KG took us to uh uh um the Western Conference final. I think he won MVP that year too. Mm-hmm. That was that was really my year. Was that, that like was 04? for me? Oh four, yeah. I'm not, I had to be 13, 14 years old, something like that. So yeah. at that point, um, I had got into basketball because of Scott. I don't even know how Scott has never been on this show. At least he has not been like, on the show. Has he been on the Scott? Scott so, has been on the show. I don't think so. But you know, I and I spoke to him about that, but you know, he really got me into into basketball. He's a huge Laker guy. Mm-hmm. He he tried to kind of push that on me a little bit, but and, you know, I'm from L.A., so it, it made it a little bit easier to take that route. But I, I didn't. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I started following them. I, I want to say it was 20, 2003 or 2004. But, yeah, yeah, that was that's my experience. But I was definitely my, my dad was a, a Michael Jordan head per a lot of a lot of dads out there. So, um, yeah, I definitely have a bunch of pictures out there in, in Chicago Bulls. But, yeah, man. KG's MVP year. That was it. I unfortunately also have a photo of a very young child, probably no more than a couple months old, with the Bulls hat on. You could also thank yeah, my know. father for that. You know um, it is. He um, was also a Knicks fan as well. He, he was a Knicks fan. I won't even say a Knicks fan as well. He was a Knicks fan, but appreciated Michael Jordan so much within his youth that uh, it was hard for him during Bulls and Knicks days in uh, Madison Square Garden. Um, I was born in New York City, so uh, being able to experience a lot of the Knicks was something that was very early in my childhood. We were Mm -hmm. a couple of minutes away from a Charles Oakley car wash. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty confident that um, uh, thankfully I don't have any photos of myself in Knicks gear. Those would have been out the door uh, pretty immediate. You would have never been able. We can't even see those. No, those would have been out the door pretty immediate. Um, The earliest memory that I, one of the earlier memories that I have is my mom bringing me to Madison Square Garden to watch um, the Knicks. I hope I was crying during that time. Um, just making a huge noise in front of a lot of Knicks fans because that's wow, just, just annoying, just like, annoying hardcore yeah, fans. Yeah, I, I, I really just hope I was at that point. Wow. But we, um, 
left New York City to go to Connecticut, and then we left Connecticut to go to Florida when I just turned 13 years old. Um, was one of the bigger moments out in Florida at that time because as I turned 13, I was actually allowed. Jesus Christ! I just dropped one of the things that I was fidgeting with here. Uh, hold on, let me just grab this thing to continue to tell the story. I usually have to have something in my hand to fidget with as I'm telling stories like these. Right, um, right. So. Um, it was one of the bigger moments in Florida. It's completely unrelated to how I ended up being a Heat fan. Um, I was 13 years old. I was actually allowed to be able to be on the Game Facts forum at that point in time because you had to be 13 or older. Um, I was definitely 10 years old when I signed up for Game Facts, and I was talking to grown men and women talking about video games and right, pretending right. like I was 13. Uh, so that ended up being a big moment for me uh, when I turned 13 at that time. But the South just turned me 100% off when I was out in Florida. Um, <laughs> did not want to be in the South. I hear you. Did not I, really I en- something myself. Did not really enjoy it a whole lot outside of a lot of the things that I just ended up learning um, music-wise. I think music-wise was probably one of the bigger <clears throat> reasons that I ended Culture up just liking being out in Florida. It felt, it felt, if I, it, granted, I only did a couple months of middle school before I ha- had to go to high school mm-hmm. out there. Um it really did feel like a culture shock at some moments, but though that early 2004 is like when I started really realizing that like it probably is a blessing that I ended up coming out here the way or oh, the man. year or the moment that I did because I would not want to experience crunk juice anywhere <laughs> else. Bro, there are some records Bro. that I was just like, yo, how, how am I going to hear this in New York City? I would I would yeah. probably just bat an eye and continue to move forward if I heard Pretty Ricky in no, no, New York bro, City. I, it's, it's crazy. I, you know, I'm I'm obviously from California. I've left California, went to New Jersey. We lived in like this shitty ass duplex in Linden, New Jersey. Then I was in Philadelphia for like two months, and then I got to South Carolina. And I and I I, I do. I'm telling you, like, I know exactly what you're saying because it was already a culture shock going from California to New Jersey mm-hmm. already, just like from musically, uh, but. I now that I'm older and then going from South Carolina to like Atlanta, it was I got so much love for like the shit that we got, you know, like, um, you know, I could say like next tell chirp. Right. And there's mm-hmm. only a specific amount of people that's going to know how I felt. It's not going to know here in the boost. They're not just it's not going to you know, know here in the boost. You know, it's just crazy, bro. It's honestly and I, I was really frustrated with my I remember like with my mom at that time, like, you know, the situation, obviously, you know, you're a kid, so you ain't you ain't worried about the situation or like money or whatever. You're just like, mm. why am I here? Yeah. But I mean, for more than for more than a music standpoint, like it was the right decision for you know me and my family, just from what we were going through, when, you know, where I grew up, you know. So, bro, it's it's really really. I mean, we're we're getting off here, but it's so crazy, like how much I felt what you said about like getting to the South and just being like, what the fuck is going on? But then like, you just have that appreciation for it as you go on, you know, especially within like those first two years, because those first two years you start realizing, wow, you start seeing all the red and white jerseys. You start (laughs) seeing the converses. Yeah. You start seeing everything that is very centric towards Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade was a hero to so many people, not only in Palm Beach County, but also in South Florida as well. There was also the D-Wade sidekick. I have never been more jealous <laughs> of anybody that had the D-Wade sidekick when we were 14 years old in high school. There was no reason at all. And great. How much sidekicks used to cost, yo? 
Like five hundred? They were up there, you know. I had I had a sidekick too, and I loved it. It was basically the one that changed the game for me. That's when I was like really getting on like my player shit. So the D Wade sidekick was out, and I was just extremely jealous because I knew for a fact I was not asking my mom for any form of sidekick. It, it took me a decent amount of time to just get a cell phone in general. I had to wait until I was like sixteen years old to get like my first cell phone, which was a <coughs> Verizon flip phone. But I say that to say that Wade ended up being a hero for so many people. And he ended up being a very big, important moment of my childhood as far as late <clears throat> things that happened late for me, because um, I don't think we've told this story before on RSPN. So this actually ends up being something. It's probably something that I mentioned briefly, but didn't really get into the details of it. Um, I couldn't ride a bike until I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened after... The 2006 finals where the Heat won four straight and beat Dallas in Dallas. So not only did I think the series was over after 2-0, I said, wow, they came back 4-0 and beat damn near a number one team in the West. I think, I think, I think, were they number one? I think they were number one in 07, not 06. But they beat Dallas, heavy favorite, I would assume, in their own hometown. Like, this is... You can, uh, uh, as a 15 year old, I thought, wow, you can really do anything. Like, you can literally, like, he really pulled this off, went crazy, dropped 30 plus a night, and helped the Miami Heat win their first NBA championship. Not only was Miami, not only was Palm Beach, not only was Broward County, not only was everywhere going crazy out here, I was just like, wow, you could really do any fucking thing you put your mind to. So I went outside, opened up the garage, got on my bike. I didn't have training wheels at any point in time. My sister had training wheels on her bike. I had no training wheels. So before that night in 2006, I was getting there, had no balance, busted my ass. I was just like, you know, fuck it. Put the bike back in the garage. It's not happening. It's not happening. I don't know what came over me that night. I went outside. The balance was just balancing. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, bro. What? The fu- it was something like that was it, it, I, I I literally could not explain it to you. So with that, I was just like, wow, line. there is a there is a connection here. And granted, even with that, there was still a very, very large appreciation, just like my dad and the Knicks and the Bulls. I still sure. had a very large appreciation for LeBron James. My dad told me about LeBron James when I was about 11 years old, ended up being my favorite NBA player at the time. Um in between 2009, 2010 were the moments where, and even 2008 too, mm-hmm. um, there were moments where you ended up seeing the the puppets between the Cavs and the Lakers and the NBA were really starting to hype up the moment <laughs> of, ooh, it's coming, Kobe LeBron finals, here we go, I hope y'all ready. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Even in between a year for the Miami Heat where it felt like Dwayne Wade was robbed of MVP because of what had happened and how bad they were in 2008 compared to a huge 2009 season. One of the most memorable Dwayne Wade seasons uh, ever outside of, of course, the 2006 finals run and so on and so forth. But in between that time, nothing happens in 2009, 2010, 2010, Miami loses to Boston in five. Cleveland loses to Boston in six. Um, So the heat are out. The Cavs are out. You have to see the Lakers and the Celtics play each other again. Boston loses. I was a little bit conflicted because I did not want Kobe to have five NBA championships. I wanted him to stay four and four with Shaq. And that's when you end up having his uh, his quote 
where uh, Shaq can take that to the bank. I have one more than Shaq, so on and so forth. So I was not happy. I was not happy to say the least. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, July 8th, 2010 happens. The entire world changes. LeBron James comes to the Miami Heat. Um, and things just felt things just felt so different than they did even in 2006 as a finals win. It even <clears throat> felt if the me against the world type of feeling that happened in Miami between on July 8th and July 9th, 2010 was something that I think if you were to ask most Miami fans like that is that is something that literally felt like all three counties in South Florida just banded together and said, you know what, fuck the rest of this country. And I think that's something <laughs> that ended up just being one of the more memorable moments of just like banding together. Yeah, yeah. As a Heat fan. So those end up being some of my two. Uh, that that locked we, you have, in. We, have, we have the origin story, of course. Yeah, but yeah. as far as just like extreme, extreme pride of just being a Heat fan, nothing will compare a whole lot to that feeling of what happened in july 8th and 9th of 2010 and here we are 12 years later still fighting that good fight so that ends so, up being um that ends up being something that didn't really change as much so that ends up so that's that is my origin story of how i ended up becoming a heat fan the past uh decade or so you heard me yelling and screaming into my uh Phone microphone of many different seasons of different heat squads <laughs> and different times, teams. Times, yeah, but it's gonna yeah. there's gonna be a moment where it eclipses yeah. July eighth and July 9th of of that that feeling of July July eighth and 9th of uh two thousand ten pretty soon. And this is you know speaking of a heat team that won two championships in two thousand twelve and two thousand thirteen. Nothing really felt me against the world and camaraderie and sports and it's worse <laughs> against everybody than how it felt in that moment of uh, uh, the decision. So we'll see. Um, what did you feel that you had to, oh, this is, this is of course another anonymous question. What did you feel that you had to say or most so provide to the world of the NBA? Um, truthfully, I don't think we had anything 100%. There wasn't like a message of, Y'all niggas sleep on the motherfucking uh <laughs> y'all niggas sleep on them grizzlies is what he ten years. Like we weren't we, we, that the one thing that I can appreciate a whole lot, we were never take men. Take men nah, was we, not, we not our forte. <laughs> that, that was, was not us. We were trying not to do, bro. We were not is Matthew Delanova the next Michael Jordan? That was <laughs> ne- never. Nah, bro. Never. We were, it, it was, you know, that shit mostly just comes from like I mean, sometimes there was stuff that maybe we just didn't cover because we we thought, no, we're not doing it. You've heard us plenty of times come on here and like, look, we only gonna get the Lakers fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. We, we may we may have been able to talk about them for thirty, mm-hmm. but you, you know, we would say, nah, we give them five minutes, we give them ten minutes, and then we move on. I mean, there was no real like you gotta understand everything that was talked about was because. Mark wanted to talk about it or Jeff wanted to talk about it. And that was basically it. Unless you guys tweeted us and, you know, we took that into consideration, but it was just about being us and like, you know, talking about whatever the fuck we wanted to talk about, but there wasn't going to be no weird shit just to like get y'all to gravitate to us. Like Mm. what you just talked about. (laughs) Yeah, we would, we would definitely have our more NBA centric moments. If there was something that was really big that happened in the league. And sometimes we would talk about random shit. And that's and that that was that was something that I felt was very was very authentic because there were so many things that happened outside of the bubble 
of sports that affect sports in most ways. There are things in current events that affect sports. As you can see that as of right now, we are literally uh, trying to help a WNBA athlete and Brittany Griner, one of the more important WNBA athletes, make their way back into the country after being there for a couple of months in ways that she probably shouldn't be out there. And now she is writing letters to President Biden asking for assistance like there are things in current events that affect sports in many different ways there are many things that happen right now the Roe versus wade affects sports <clears throat> in many different ways and sometimes it's just a whole lot easier to talk about things that also move outside of the world and the bubble of ah who's gonna be our mvp who's yeah, yeah, the next yeah. nba champion who right. are people sleep on and so on and so forth and sometimes we just want to entertain even if it's not current event stuff there's things on television. There's things in music. Jeff and I mm. have had moments and weeks where we're just like, yo, you want to just talk music for the week? Let's just do like 20 <laughs> minutes of NBA. And then yeah. let's talk about the albums that we're listening to. Because Jeff listens to a whole lot of music, made a whole bunch of playlists within within the RNC radio, yeah. um, within the radio circle as well. We have That's worked it. on playlists. I've worked on playlists. Yeah. We do many different things outside of the NBA bubble that we also wanted to talk about, even from on or on a podcast that was labeled as an NBA podcast or a sports podcast. But I feel like there are many different things that affect the world of sports. And right now, I think most people feel it from a meme perspective because there's so many different music memes and uh, yeah. gaming memes. And we weren't so trying to be a meme now. show, though, either. You know, we weren't yeah, we yeah, exactly. jump into that lane. Mm -hmm. But as far as, you know, discussing the things that we like, that ended up being what was most important to us on the show because we can always get into moments of talking about nba the nba is going nowhere the like basketball is now 100 a 24 hour sport whether it's social media that you want to thank for that whether or not it's the fact that you want to thank expansion based on or compared to how it was 10 years ago mm -hmm. there have been many different moments where jeff and i are just like you know what we'll talk we'll talk what we need to talk but we really want to talk about what we want to talk about and how we want to talk about it and i think most listeners that we had um appreciated that there might have been moments where they tuned out and it was just like well i really did want to hear about x y and z but um <laughs> right why the fuck is jeff on here talking about claro <laughs> yeah, like a little fucking Claro. <laughs> I don't want to hear about its alternative music. Right, right, right. Pulling Mariah the Scientist at Phillips yeah, Arena. What yeah, are you talking yeah, about? You know, you guys had to sit through that sometimes, man. But you know, we had a point. Um, but that, that as, as far as far as the specific message, as far as the specific message, I think we just wanted to, to realize that there are more things um, to talk about. Yeah. For in sure. the world of sports, while also staying fairly sports centric, that made talking about a whole lot of this entertaining and um again it comes from it comes from a lot of my my radio influences it comes from um a whole lot of am talk show of 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 hearing levitard and so on and so forth where they also had a big focus of you know what sports are important and granted they're, they're not even focusing just nba they also have college football they have mm -hmm. football they have baseball so on and so forth and they're also talking about it from a local perspective whether it's the, the dolphins the marlins the heat um they're also talking about it from a, a worldwide perspective as well and so it's like you know what a lot of that can just be exhausting don't y'all want to talk about some fun stuff let's just talk yeah, about some fun every stuff now and then like, you gotta break off that shit yeah. right? 100%. so though that was that was that was more so the message that we wanted um to spread outside of you know anything very very centric to the nba um another question that we have 
before we end up jumping into a, a brief break of some of the um, voicemails that we ended up having here. We're going to play those very briefly. Um, were we ever overly invested into the analytics? Uh, I mean, I wasn't. I know Mark had a had a moment. This was back in SoundCloud days, though. Oh. So Mark definitely had like some times where like checking numbers was like definitely a thing. I don't I mean, I would just tell him, like, don't stress out about it. But mm-hmm. um, now I, I don't know if they're talking about NBA analytics or like the show analytics, but I think uh, I think they more so mean our show analytics. OK, well, of, I mean, of NBA analytics. no, no. I mean, I, I did not give a fuck, honestly, as far as like. Uh, I I knew we were hot and I knew we had like dope voices. So I I mean, I kind of just figured everything would happen how it's supposed to. But Mark was on more of like a um, he was he was on the Dr. Dre side of things a lot. So I I could understand why the numbers stressed him sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I mean, that's how I see it. I'm just on the outside looking in from like someone who didn't care about it. But mm-hmm. Mark Mark he did have a little a little time where you know the numbers he was checking it, but we would also get messages from Mills and, and, and Justin and, you know, letting us know, you know, the show is doing well, or, you know, it's one of the top shows in the brand and that type of thing, which is dope and reassuring. But, um, I don't, I won't say we got, we ever were like just really locked into them on that level. Like we got to do this so that we're, I think the biggest thing for the show was making sure that we cut it down. I think that was like what season three, when we started to really, Mm-hmm. make sure they were like under an hour or whatever but uh but yeah no personally we weren't it, it lasted for a little bit with soundcloud and then when we moved on to you know the 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 apple and the spotify and all that fun stuff um i think it changed yeah i think i think we we ended up being very cognizant at a certain point in time of people's um attention spans and you know talking about attention span might sound like it has a little bit of a negative connotation but truthfully as Mm. we talked about um the people that listen to this show and how much of a dedication it is when you really step back and view the fact that somebody is taking the time out of their day to listen to what you have to say you and i started thinking about it from different ways of realizing that time for most people ends up being very, very sacred. And with the amount of different media that we end up having as of right now, it's literally, it literally feels like a blessing to be able to hear, wow, you dedicated X amount of time out of your day to be able to listen to us in between your day, because there's so many people that are working on multiple different things, especially for those that are also creators as well. Time really does feel limited. So when you have the opportunity to check out a new album or watch a video that you have been trying to, it's been on your watch later list Mm -hmm. for a decent amount of time. If you're catching up within your podcasts, it literally feels like a blessing to be able to realize people are dedicating their times towards catching up with what you and your co-host have to say about sports or music or whichever podcast that you are actually listening to. So in those earlier season one, season two moments, we were just like, ah, two hour podcast. Why not? Three hours. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? And why we were, not? and we, we, we were having fun. We were having fun with it. It's not like they were bad episodes, but no. after a while we started getting into the mindset of, okay, how can we take everything that we enjoyed and had fun with for those three hours and not necessarily shave it shave it is another one of those negative connotation words but how can you almost like compress it 
and make it sound just as well on what you were talking about. But with we just had to words, manage our time a little bit. Exactly. So time management ended up playing a time management ended up playing a portion into our analytics um, just as much as numbers did. And just like Jeff said, when those SoundCloud numbers published and they were very authentic, I was sweating fucking <laughs> bullets and we yeah. were never we were never the one to publish or or no, not publish to um what's the word that i'm looking for oh my god i mean we weren't we weren't doing interviews like yeah nigga we just went double platinum or you know like i i, I feel like there was no there was no need for us to like discuss it openly or like mm. talk about like or try to like we weren't doing the show every week to like get more it's it's weird to say like we weren't doing it to get more listeners every week but we just I, I thought it was organic enough there where like there was no reason for me to look at the numbers or like even care about them on that level yeah i think we were but it wasn't i think we were but it wasn't our like main objective and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, exactly. and granted from yeah, a, yeah that's fair from a perspective of growth i think that ended up being some of the more direct questions that people had as far as checking up on me and being like yo how's the podcast going yeah yeah so on and so forth like mm-hmm. um have you seen a difference in your growth throughout so on and so forth and, and at certain times i would just be like well Maybe you look at them, but it's not like, you know, our daily objective. Uh, wow, we grew X amount of followers from Monday of last week compared to what we have now. And we might have right. checked them periodically as we sure. started moving things Absolutely. off of SoundCloud and ended up being more so in between Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But I feel like when I ended up backing away from them, we ended up growing a whole lot more because sure. it was something that, you know, just ended up coming as more listeners grew and even if i were to look at the analytics now like i would not expect there are many different things that i did not expect in between season one compared to what we have now but being able to just look at what we have here in between our statistics and this is just apple Podcasts, like to to realize that sixty thousand people have played this show is something that is yeah it's incredible is 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 completely insane and sixty thousand might be you know something that's mind-blowing to some it might be something that's you know, passive to others. There might there might be people that do sixty thousand a month, and yeah, yeah. that that ends yeah. up being something that's their main goal and their main objective. But Jeff and I always felt like everything that we received, as far as those that said yes, we listen to the show and appreciate the way that you talked about X, Y, and Z, where you gave us different perspectives on how to approach this portion of the NBA or this portion of sports. Those ended up being the bigger things that we appreciated over you know, the listeners, the amount uh, of listeners that we have. But if I dive into these statistics now, I think there's some there's there's many things here that we can be very appreciative of, yeah, like absolutely. almost three thousand, three thousand listeners throughout the month. About half of that being engaged listeners, listeners mm-hmm. that, you know, tune in and stay in for the entire episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six hundred followers. And I, th- I believe that those end up being just subs just in total throughout throughout everything that is happening with an Apple podcast. And then those, <clears throat> those, those 60,000 times that people have tuned into this show, just to be able to hear what our guests have talked about, what we have talked about for four years is something that's, it's, it's something that's very, very well appreciated. And it's definitely going to be something that is kept. None of these episodes, the seasons aren't going to be pulled or anything of that nature. I think being able to have this as a time capsule is something that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. That um, I'd like to start over. You know, like I might just start listening to two or three a week. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? From back from season one. 
Yeah, well, we're gonna sound. I mean, granted, I might not sound a whole lot different. I, I'm, I, I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like my, my, um, well, has my voice changed a whole lot since season one? I don't know. There's a possibility, but you know, statistics wise, I think Jeff and I can really look at this and 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 feel that we not only stay towards the assignment and the objective, but also, you know, stayed within the goal of realizing that yes, this is not about being number one on X, Y, and Z. This is about building the community that we wanted to be able to talk sports, enjoy sports, and be able to talk with like-minded people, men and women, about the things that we enjoy the most about the NBA. And I think we I think we did very well with that, just personally speaking. I would agree. Honestly, I have no regrets. Let's get to some of the send-ins that we did have uh, going into these next few questions, of course. Yeah. Shout out to Skip. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to Skip. Dion, they have, what's up? They have sent in their they 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 had sent in um a couple of words that they wanted to to share to be able to make sure that they are on the final episode. Love nice, both of nice. y'all, man. Let's play those before we get into our um, next few questions. Stay tuned. It's RSPN on yeah. RNC Radio. We'll be back after this. I am the most casual basketball fan that you could ever come across, but the only podcast that I ever listen to to keep up with all things basketball is RSPN with Mark and Jeff. Uh, they provided so many great memories, so many great moments. I just want to thank them for just providing me entertainment every Tuesday. They were arguing about uh, Rachel Nichols or Cornell coming in last second to, you know, declare Miami Heat this 2020 winners when it didn't happen. The Kobe Bryant episode. So many. Oh, when uh, Mark went off on the Sixers after they lost to the Raptors. It's so many great memories. So just thank you for all the memories, man. I appreciate both of y'all for real. I want to say I appreciate you guys. This is like the last hurrah. Um, I do want to say some quick things. February 16th, 2018. Changed the game period when it came to basketball podcasting um you guys have been one of my most consistent podcasts that i've listened to for like the last what is it what's my math 2018 2019 2020 2021 2022 five years man five years of consistency five years of just really paying attention to each of those seasons bringing your own critiques you know talking about all-star games talking about off-season when you could talking about playoff positioning you know talking about your favorite teams you know making me invested in the miami heat uh atlanta hawks um minnesota timberwolves you know good bad and everything i think it's been such a phenomenal run i think what i would like to ask since this is the last episode for your respective favorite teams so miami heat Atlanta Hawks and um, Minnesota Timberwolves. Like, what do you expect for them to kind of achieve in the next two to five years? Um, what is your kind of like barometer or like your kind of best guess situation for each of those teams? Does one of those three teams win a ring? Does one of those teams make it further into the playoffs? Like, what is what is your best guess? All right, we are back. RSPN yeah. on RNC Radio. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. big love, big love, big love shown to Dion. And Shout out Dion and Skip, man. Skip has seen so many different versions of Mark since <laughs> probably 2009. Was it 09? Yeah, it was definitely 09. Skip and I have grown so much from a multimedia perspective as well. And being able to see everything that Skip is working on as of right now is something that is very, very inspiring because Skip is not afraid to change. Skip is not afraid to um, take that leap 
into anything that he works on. I think that's something that I think most would appreciate in starting a whole lot of their ventures. And Dion, Dion, I ended up um, learning from and learning about through everything that he works on uh, within the A-Show, within the A-Show channel, helping the yeah. A-Show continue to build each and every week between J5 and Meals. Of course, Cyrus as well. Of course, Quan as well. And um, all of the members of the A-Show network and making sure that all of that continues to um, provide through a lot of their patrons, through a lot of their fans, their community that they have built over there as well. I was able to chop it up with Dion. Dion was, a, was also a very fun time out in Dallas. Um, he was very excited to be able to, he was very excited to be able to just experience my first time in Texas with me, even though he is more so Houston. Uh, we did not have the opportunity to go to Houston when we were out in Dallas, but being able to experience Texas with Dion was something that was 100% um, amazing. And that is very well appreciated. Um, Skip, on the other hand, had a very good question. He did. He did. I would like to answer Skip's question <clears throat> with NBA championship, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you wanted to answer on your end, Jeff, on what you have uh, uh, for the Timberwolves in the next two to five years. I don't know. I, I guess I'll say, considering the move that was just made, they anticipate actually competing and going for something. So, um, I don't know, man. I. We have Anthony Edwards as well. Western Conference final, man. Western Conference finals in the next two to five years. I think that's. I think that's, that's something bad, that I right? think a lot of Timberwolves fans would enjoy a whole it's lot. Not bad. I'm not. I'm not trying to go too crazy, but <laughs> that might be too crazy, honestly. But I, I really don't know. It's, it's really hard to say, man. Especially after that that uh, that blockbuster trade we we put on the other day. I mean, I don't think any of our and I don't think any of our. Um, of our of our uh, ventures that we are talking about would be too crazy. NBA shout, out, shout, out, shout out the Hawks though. They made they made a really great play too. So who knows, man? I think the league is kind of wide open. It'll probably be uh, a lot more competitive next season as well. So I don't know, man. I saw it's Dante to Murray talking about he wanted to win a championship. I was like, um, I mean, you know, I mean, so do I, nigga. Yeah, I mean, oh, I was like, yeah. hey, uh, let's not sell the Atlanta Hawks fans a little bit too much. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's not go a little bit too crazy now. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Let's see. What do we have remaining for our uh, questions that we do have? All all in all, as far as as 100% um, certainty, Skip, it all depends on, I would say, what happens within these next couple of days and um, uh, the Heat's free agency. Hopefully this is not an over free agency for the Miami Heat. I will literally leap off my roof if nothing happens for the Miami Heat in these next couple of days. But uh, depending on who Pat Riley ends up reeling in, and hopefully the Miami Heat have the ability to reel in somebody nice within um, these next couple of days for the 2023 NBA season, um, I think that I think that plays into how a lot of this is going to go within the next two to five years because sure. you know we're going to lose a decent amount of – um, legends from the next two to five years as far as LeBron James retiring, as far as Kevin Durant, you know, getting into that area of being a little bit older. Curry's also going to be a little bit older five years from now. Um, and it's going to really it's going to really focus on the youth and who we have holding us down uh, within those late 20s, early 30s moments that we end up uh, having where you have, you know, the Jokic's of five years from now or the Giannis's of five years from now to be able to hold down the league. So it's going to be an interesting spot. Another interesting spot that we actually do have from... Uh, one of our main questions. How do you feel about the multimedia transition into video in podcasts? So we, <clears throat> we, uh, we did our best to flirt with video. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'll say video is, I mean, I think obviously it would have worked 
uh, a lot better if Mark and I were actually within the same location. Yeah. Um, so I think I do need people to understand that. I mean, you, you probably heard us a lot say RSPN studio um, and, and those type of things, but that's just me and Mark's comfort zone, honestly. Mm. Um, we did have an episode, which is one of my favorite episodes, what we did together. Um, but outside of that, you know, the video stuff is really cool. I think we definitely wanted our, our face to be shown and uh, let you guys see us after so many years. But um, it's kind of, it kind of falls in line with where we are right now with this being the last season. I think video is just hands being tied. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it was something, especially Mark, you can speak a lot more candid about it because, um, obviously from the editing side of it, it's a whole nother, whole nother beast. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think, I think me personally, I prefer to watch more of my podcast these days than I mm-hmm. do uh, listen. For those that don't have any type of video supplement, obviously, you know, listening to them and, and being in an, audio, in, in an audible space through a lot of your podcasts is something that you would not have the option with. But if I do have the option to watch video, I am 100% going more um, towards the video. And I think out of the things that I think a lot of the RSPN faithful ended up um asking on air off air as well i think video was one of the was one of the bigger things that we actually did want to work uh towards and um if you did want to hear the episode that one of the few episodes well is the only episode i think was the Mm, only episode that we did live we didn't record one in california exactly so the only episode that we ever did live was november 12th 2019 it is mm-hmm. in season three of rspn it is episode yeah. nine this yeah, is yeah, yeah. we jeff and i did an rspn for about 20 30 minutes or so it was in a hotel room in right. midtown atlanta yeah um it was not it was not the first hotel room the first hotel room that we had was when it was myself and j5 we were at the w we left the mm-hmm. w and then I went to a much smaller spot around the area. Um, there was like a Virgil exhibit going on across the street, and I didn't know it because I was like, why the hell are so many people out here in Midtown yeah, Atlanta? And then yeah, I saw yeah. the big sign that was like, yo, there's a Virgil exhibit out here in Midtown Atlanta at the point in time. It was the same, it was the same weekend as um, Red Bull Music Festival in mm-hmm. that November 2019 that's in right, Atlanta. Right. And I told you, yo, I'm just going to bring my mic. Let's just, you know. Let's try and let's try and see what we end up doing here. The episode does not sound the best because it was done off a blue <laughs> snowball. The blue yeah. snowball. Um, but we did it. We had to do it. We had yeah, to do it. it was like you, our only opportunity. If you are not aware of the blue snowball, it ends up being one of the cheapest mics that you can use for for podcasting or, or you know streaming or any form of that nature. So the blue snowball had settings where you can focus. Um, there's an actual term for this. Oh my god, it's like it's like um, god damn it. I as a podcaster, I should really fucking know what these terms are. Uh, there's there's the two settings. One where it focuses directly into the voice of your mouth, which is what well, the voice that is coming from your mouth, which is what is uh, happening right here as I'm talking into a much different microphone right now. For those that have always been interested in uh, what mic I am currently using, I've I flipped through three different microphones throughout um RSPN one was the blue snowball that was a $30 microphone that we ended up using for season one and season two. Um, I think even that beginning area of season three, before I upgraded to the 
uh, Blue Yeti. The Blue Yeti ended up being what I used throughout the next year or so. And it might be I might be able to cut the snowball time in half. I think it was first two seasons that I had the snowball. Then I moved to the Yeti for season three. A couple of months after that, I was okay with the Yeti. Then I did the Elgato wave, which I have been using for the past. Um, Elgato really is like probably the most popping mic for like all podcasters right now. Yeah, I think just I think it was from the from the fact that it has its own mixer, the fact that it has its own app, the amount of different things that you could do from it, um the ways that you can change gain, change input, change into many different things that you could do uh mm-hmm. even from a Mac perspective because everything has been done on Mac. I don't have a PC. Everything that we did from season 1 all the way to season 5 has 100% been on Mac and that has also yeah, been a challenge yeah. from time to time if you are sure. also uh Mac centric. <laughs> because not everything is very Mac-friendly. Um, but from a multimedia perspective of video into podcasting, we flirted with it just a bit. We wanted to do certain clips, and at a certain point in time, we were just realizing, okay, maybe in time we'll be able to do full episodes and be able to, you know, let's say put them on YouTube, let's give them towards X, Y, and Z sure, um, yeah. so that we can start getting to that point. But it ended up just being moments where we shared very briefly <clears throat> as clips as opposed to doing full, full episodes. And I'm sure there are plenty of different sports podcasts that you can watch and they are completely remote as of right now, but you could watch it from a video perspective and they'll probably drop in small clips and things like that. And it's a little bit of a different experience than it would be um, audibly. I personally like the pivot that a lot of these, and even, even like um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Even like actual, not necessarily media, but even like magazines that used to be doing, yeah. print and so on and yeah, so forth. I think, I think they're also transitioning over. was really huge on that too. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, the overall idea of it is obviously phenomenal. I think, you know, you want to see, you want to see the person you're talking or you're, you're listening to and see their mannerisms and kind of just like how they are. And that was the biggest thing for us when we started, obviously we wanted to, uh, you know, we wanted it to, to, you want you want us to you know you guys to see us and just like kind of see our actual theatrics and the whole thing. So I'm glad we were able to still give them some of it, you know, even if it wasn't as much as we had intended. Mm. You know, you still got to see us, and it, it was important, I think, as a brand. Um, it also feeds into one of our next questions: Did COVID affect the show crazy? <laughs> of course, it did. Um, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as as direct as possible as far as answering that question, there were mm-hmm. moments where Jeff and I were talking about me moving to Atlanta to be able to do the show. Yeah, actually, actually, right after that, um, I think J Five had that event for the Red Bull when you were here. Mm-hmm. I think you were really on a high as yeah. far as like being in the city and like you know this is like off topic but there's nothing like black people in atlanta yes you know so i i think you got you gotta you gotta be here you know what i'm saying and like really see it to be like damn like low-key like i feel like i'm at home so yeah i you were definitely like yo there were definitely talks nigga like mark was thinking about it yeah not that there not there there aren't in florida obviously but yeah it's just different you know so um but COVID was very, very 
insane time. Honestly, yeah. we can talk about the it's, – it's almost full circle to, talking about Rudy to, to Timberwolves, but uh, Rudy was a huge factor in some of the things that happened in the NBA, and we were doing the podcast at the time, and we mm-hmm. were just kind of like almost on standby and almost to the point where we didn't know this was new to us too, you know, like – fuck this shit is dangerous people are dying like is the league when's the league coming back is it coming back anytime soon we didn't we really didn't know like contact sports were pretty much like i was dealing with it from like a football perspective i mean soccer and then obviously you know the nfl handled it how they handled it but it was just very very weird to combat with um not knowing that we could we could come back every week but we weren't talking about games (laughs) you know there weren't any yeah, and and granted, you know, COVID ended up ruining anything as far as me moving to uh, Atlanta. Sure, because sure, that yeah. ended up flipping the entire world upside down. Um, oh. I tore a muscle in my back the week COVID happened. Um, what else? What else? Um, mm. We were not positive we were going to have a show at any point in time. Yeah. And that's where we ended up having, you know, one-offs like RSPN Uncensored, where... Mm-hmm. The Last Dance ended up coming out and we were like, okay, there's still NBA content that we can actually enjoy even as we're quarantined in our homes right now. And maybe we could do something from that. So that ended up, you know, giving us the idea of, well, maybe we can do RSPN Uncensored, but let's like actually act like we're going back to 1998. And we had segments uh, very 1998 centric. Of course, Jeff and I are both 90s babies. We are Mm -hmm. able to accurately discuss that in, in, in most ways. And uh, we made a video about it. We put ourselves in the crowd as members of the NWO. Um, it ended up getting a copyright strike months later because apparently the <laughs> Hendrix estate, the Hendrix estate uh, mm-hmm. realized that we were using Voodoo Child and yeah, they pulled yeah. the video. So if you were to look for that video right now, you probably will not find it. If you find it, it probably has no audio on it. Um, but those were those were some of the things that we had to think about creatively to just be like, OK, we kind of have to keep the show rolling because at that time we ended up just separating ourselves from I think February 2020. We literally just separated ourselves from the RNC radio feed, which had all of our That's shows and true, we yeah. started making our own separate <clears throat> feed. So as all of our shows were on the one RNC radio channel which was something that was very big at the time that we had started in 2017 with a lot of our shows. Um, eventually the A show got so big, they ended up starting doing their own channel and then they made their Patreon and then they were able to brand things specifically a show related and have mm-hmm. their show live from there. Same thing with the lookout, the lookout eventually branded off and were able to do shows within the lookout, but also within their channel um, as well. And RSPN was one of the channels or one of the, the podcasts that ended up holding down the RNC radio feed until we were like, okay, I think we're at a certain point where even we can start jumping into um, having our own feed for those that want to be specific yeah, into sure. following RSPN, just be able to tap to tap in into any of our shows as well. And I think for the most part, we didn't really have too many ideas of should we do sub shows like um, we had a brief talk about um the soccer show that you had well yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I say football, not soccer, but well, yeah, uh, yeah, soccer, so, you know, so that you wanted to do with with. Um, uh, you also wanted to do it with Malone and Scott before they ended yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, they they ended up. Um, we we did a little free tuition. I was on free tuition for the first season, mm-hmm. talking about college football, and then it just became too much, so I had to branch off. And then they kind of started doing their thing, and uh, obviously Malone and I are still 
the soccer stuff is still in the in the going. I think uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get that across too. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think as a whole. COVID really did change it for a decent amount, but it really just helped us just just think of different ways on how we can keep that the ball rolling and how we can continue to create. As I think a lot of creators were really thinking of at that time, like 2020 was just. Without it, bro, I don't, I feel like the show takes a huge jump because of COVID in a way. And Mm -hmm. and it's it's weird to say that, but um, I kind of view it to what happened to the lookout. Um, Everyone just had more time on their hands. Mm Mm-hmm uh you know to watch to read to whatever and we just so happen to talk about something that is dominantly watched um and because of that i think we had a little bit of extra success off of it i think we got a little bit more people's attention because there wasn't much going on mm-hmm. there wasn't i mean hot the hot summer it was it was a hot summer for a whole different reason you know it wasn't us going out you know uh, we, you know, cookout got canceled. You know, we, we just weren't doing anything. Everyone was in the house just learning, tapping in, listening. So the podcast game actually just went through like this huge thing. You know, everyone had them, athletes, famous people. Yep. It just, the whole game changed, but we were already doing it two, three years prior. So mm-hmm. um, it was crazy, but in a, in a, in a way where you could find some positivity out of it in a weird way, at least as far as the people who were doing multimedia work like us. And as far as other podcasts, I think that ends up feeding our our, our next question pretty easily from yeah. our uh, another anonymous submission. Were mm-hmm. there other basketball podcasts that you listened to throughout the years? Um, full transparency, I barely listen back to our episodes. I, I'm about I, to say, in short, no. I really like I every now and then, you know, nigga, wake up and shit. You turn on ESPN. Like I don't count first take as a podcast, but I I wasn't really checking like other nigga shit obviously and like if if they were within the same realm as us or whatever i wasn't really checking it out but uh, first season i was probably listening back to our stuff but then like it was over like i i probably have not like and this is (laughs) this is so funny i i don't i really do not listen to the episodes back unless it was just like that was just really funny or like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's very rare for me to run it back. And that's just because, I mean, yeah, you know, we're, we're in it, we're doing it. So it's Mm. just a a little different to sit through it, but um, yeah, man, I, I, but no, I don't, I'm not, I don't really listen to other basketball podcasts. I think recently I'll run like Draymond shit and like Mm. little stuff like that, but I'm not like tapped in per se on a, like week to week basis of anything else. Yeah, as far as as far as like me listening back to our own shows, I usually just don't like hearing the sound of my voice as yeah, it um it's crazy. as it um you know makes its way into Apple Podcasts and Spotify and so on and so forth. So I usually don't run back our entire episode, even though I literally just edited it, mm-hmm. uh shared it, put it up uploaded it so on and so forth as far as other podcasts i definitely do um i think i have jumped in and out of podcasts from time to time in between 2018 going into now um jenkins and jones was one that i ended up tapping into a whole lot obviously i think i think not even uh, uh, mentioning levitard is almost like it's it's underrating it at a certain point because the amount of levitard that i used to listen to before um breathing bro yeah, it's it was it was something that was very very frequent. And as of right now, you know, since they left ESPN, they're more so video centric. Um, 
their roles are video centric. So they usually do their things on YouTube and so on and so forth. So it's a little bit more of a different experience for me right now listening to Levitar than beforehand. But as far as, you know, our friends that also have basketball podcasts, I would tap in from time to time and make sure that I'm listening to those um, as well. Uh, one that I actually do follow and listen to frequently is the Dunker Spot because Nikai's Duncan, Steve Jones Jr. end up providing a lot of perspectives, not only just in their pod, but also on Twitter that end up just being things that are very well appreciated for those that have watched basketball literally their entire lives, but don't feel like they understand what is going on on the court in yeah. ways that many others do from a play perspective, from a mentality perspective, from someone and so forth. I think you really do get that uh, perspective from the dunker spot. We haven't really mentioned many other podcasts on um, RSPN as we ended up doing them. I think we ended up t- uh, bringing up dunker spot in a, in a, in, in almost like a, in almost like a, a, a funny way because we talked about, man, from RSPN's perspective, there has to be such a big change of those that listen to to like Dunker Spot and learn a whole lot and really enjoy the big talk that comes from basketball week to week. Mm. And then we're talking about whether or not Jeff can pull Mariah the scientist at the yeah. fucking um, at the fucking arena. Yeah. And we and we and we and we made a all valid, all valid questions going yeah, on. Right? Yeah, exactly. But I think as of right now, and especially just like how you talked about in like 2020, like there have been so many different perspectives different perspectives of basketball that i think you can now find on apple podcasts on spotify depending if you want to be in the area where you're learning or if you want to just be entertained and laugh and so on and so forth or even if you want a happy medium in there as well but you know i think our viewing and our and our listening of different basketball podcasts is not whether or not we listen to them is to account for them being the biggest thing out or us just being completely indifferent on them. I think there are many different basketball podcasts that have done incredible things in ways that even we had not done um, sure. on RSPN. Just like I said, we don't really mention too many, um, too many other basketball podcasts in between our community and in our circle as well. But especially if you were to go into Apple Podcasts right now, I'm sure you have even seen it. The the suggestions that we would get as far as <laughs> yeah, yeah. based on your listening because you listen to RSPN and you end up seeing those names as well. Hey, man, Hoops and Brews, as far as Hoops and Brews, being able to see what they had done in between the guests that they had and the communities that they had built between mm. when they had Ashley Nicole Moss, who's doing incredible things right now in SI, Lexi Brown, when they had Lexi Brown, WNBA champion, member of the L.A. Sparks as of right now, doing incredible things out there in L.A. The things that they did as far as projecting women and making sure that their voice is on a very big level, I think those are one of the things that end up being some of our tougher challenges that we ended up having in between um, season one and season five of RSPN. Those are things that I 100 percent put onto myself because as we are going to celebrate a whole lot of guests, I think being fully transparent on that, that was also one thing that I think ended up being one of our biggest Achilles heels in making sure that inclusivity and, and, and making sure that those names are very well represented. These voices are being well represented on our platform, on our podcast, I think ended up being something that we could have even done uh, an, an incredible job with. And, you know, I, I really do appreciate the fact that Janelle Moore was able to tune in and, and, and kick it with us and being able to, you know, 
talk with her 100%. about the show and and, yeah. and realize that she appreciated the show and and was entertained by it and was able to come on as a guest i think our i think literally our only golden state warriors fan that we had had yeah i think so throughout season one through season five and of course janelle is doing is is definitely enjoying her summer as the golden state warriors are now uh <laughs> Crazy. nba champions those are those are the things that i think i think for the most part we had learned a whole lot about as far as yes there are things to celebrate but there's definitely things that we could do the work on this is not something that was 100 percent guaranteed to fly smoothly and i think even from a certain names perspective if we were to drop names on it please don't think that this is something where jeff and i were uh doing uh, was if this was like a practice of exclusion for for a complete purpose there were names that we actually did have as far as as far as minds of that we wanted uh from yeah. from, from, from a woman's perspective on uh RSPM. but that ended up being you know something that um, I think ended up being one of our our bigger challenges. And I'd like to say that, you know, please 100 percent put all of that on me, because as we talked about guests and so on and so forth, you know, those were things that were part of a week to week process of making sure that um, we had the right names. We had the right voices uh, to be able to make sure that we are talking about the Alpha Sport in ways that, you know, others weren't. And even though RSPN is ending right now, I'm very happy to I'm very happy to know that not only have we been doing the work a whole lot more within our RNC uh, radio podcast throughout the A show as well and so on and so forth, but we're also continuing to make sure that we do that as well on our future podcasts on the Black sure. Rent and many other things that we are doing on there um, as well. But that has been something that I wanted to make sure that I continued to do the work on because having that inclusiveness has produced not only some of our favorite moments on the show. Yeah. In shows that we have had um, outside of RSPN as well, but they ended up Absolutely. being some of the ones that ended up um, doing the best. And I think one of those, and I think most of those, I think I should say, um, are pretty straightforward on that reason as to why. So those are definitely things that I do appreciate um, from the other shows that have been excelling towards that as well. Um, what else do we have? Oh, this is also kind of... This is also kind of similar as well. How did the elite partnership come about with Play for Peeps <laughs> and the oh, Check Fan? As we talked yeah. about how COVID changed the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was really that same that same time period, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out, Cam, man. Cam was definitely our. La, how do you say it? La, la, uh, liaison. Liaison. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to butcher another word. No, going man. In, Cam, 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 Cam was that nigga, bro. I, I need y'all to understand something, bro. Yes. Cam was really working on a different level as far as networking and and helping like RNC get there. On like, I I think we were we were respected on social media, you know, as just just doing this. But I will say that, and this is just this is really just my opinion. But I think. Cam really took the brand to a, another level. Mm-hmm. And and I mean that with all due respect to everyone else who's been doing stuff for RNC, but I think we started to get people. He was tapped in on a different level, y'all. I need y'all to know Cam is like, he's a young nigga, but, you know, he's very, very smart, very passionate. And he got a lot of eyes on the brand from a sports standpoint that I think really, really helped us as, mm-hmm. you know, as RSPN uh, take shit to another level and probably get some new eyes on us with Elite and shout out everybody else who was, is, was affiliated with Elite at that time. But Cam was really, you know, texting us and keeping us up to date when maybe we weren't getting it from somewhere else. So uh, 
he is uh yeah i mean i you know as far as just like a like a, a young dude who's just like very very good at what he does man he, he deserves a, a lot of respect yeah that tie in in between you know the conversations that we had between ourselves and between elite as well to just be able to have two different circles and communities of people that were also talking about sport sports content mm-hmm. but also trying to fuse that into like one goal in between the both of us and pretty much to be able to assist each other in different forms of multimedia in forms of yeah. conversation bouncing ideas off of each other uh networking in between the both of us those were things that ended up becoming as conversations as the nba it was, made its it way exciting. back into um orlando and we had that 2020 postseason we wanted to make sure that when the 2020 postseason ended up making its way back we had something that was going to hit hard and hit strong and that ended up being tied in through cam's communication and of course through justin as well and through meals as well but also that having all three of those tie into what we ended up having into that relationship was something that was very important. I remember talking to Eddie, shout out to Vans. Vans, we had that conversation before we ended up uh, pulling into any of this. But with that, Cam Cam and Drew had the idea, and shout out to Drew as well, another big portion of how we ended up of how we ended up um, pulling off a lot of this in between RNC and Elite. They were just like, yo, we have this idea of the podcast. We're going to try and... um, pull a couple of these ideas off at first but i just want you to know that as we start that off we're going to be able to more than likely pull off some pretty big interviews based on just what we have situated and that's how the situation ended up happening with kevin durant and the thing that blew my mind so crazy about that situation was wow this is somebody that is now going to end up you know, preparing himself and preparing to take his own company between himself and Rich Climate and Boardroom and start getting into a multimedia lane. At that time, he was, you know, recovering from injury at the time following what had happened in the 2019 um, finals. But at that time, anything that was happening towards his own podcast was not 100% set in stone yet. It was just an idea. So as he was doing podcast episodes and so on and so forth, we ended up being, I think he did knuckleheads that summer and something else that summer. I can't remember which other one that he ended up doing. It was like three shows. I remember one show was like with a young lady and then the shit with Cam and Drew and Mm -hmm. then yeah, the knucklehead shit. So, he ended up trusting Cam and Drew that Cam and Drew went to his house. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up recording an episode and it 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 was literally an all hands on deck type venture where it was like, wow, we literally have the opportunity to host <coughs> one of KD's few moments to be yeah. able to talk in full since yeah. his injury. And it's and it's and it and it's us. It's not a big, it's not a big podcast, it's not a big conglomerate podcast platform he literally had the vision and the trust to be like yo these are two of my good friends in life between cam and drew i'd like to talk to them i would like to host this on the channel we can have this Mm -hmm. replay for keeps and we had that as one of our first very big big guests still to this date if we were to take a look at our top episodes that is still our (laughs) top episode on rsbn for a specific reason but i have I have nothing but appreciation in the world for Kevin Durant, where he literally oh, man. took a look at everything that we had building and what we had bubbling up here in RNC, and yeah. especially within Elite as well, and just said, sure. yo, 
I want to be able to talk about not only what has happened throughout the NBA season for the past couple of months, but also what we have planned and what we have coming up just between myself personally and being able to tell my own story that I have not told on many other podcasts as well. Like it is it is it is jarring. That was that was it one was, of the um, more shocking experiences to realize, wow, two years into doing this and I have Kevin Durant's vocals in 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 audacity if yeah, you would have asked me in 2018 has, no heard yet. Yeah, yeah i would not i would not be able <clears throat> to call it and be like yo in two years we're gonna be able to talk about one of the greatest nba athletes of all time mm. and we're gonna be able to host this on our own page to be able to you know continue ourselves and build ourselves in between this podcast community and not only on top of that the excitement that happened afterward after his uh, prediction between the the uh, I think it was the Clippers and the Bucks that he ended up stating as mm-hmm. um, his NBA Finals favorites for the 2020 postseason that ends up going on first take the next day and yeah you know, yeah it was we had we had a hell of a week yeah and and, and, Mo- a brand. and Molly Karam ends up ends up saying you know this is via the Play for Keeps podcast and that that little soundbite right there ends up ended up being the intro for play for keeps as cam and drew continued yeah. throughout season one of, of their show as well. Incredible. And, you know, those were things that are just, it's, it's, it's really wild to think about the amount of things that you can do inside of a bedroom. Like I am literally in my childhood bedroom. Um, I'm much better set up than I had in my childhood. I will say that but, <laughs> um, producing all of this, editing all of this, seeing the response to all of it because not only did we do the audio for that as well we ended up doing the promo cards that ended up making mm-hmm. their way onto complex sports and bleacher yeah, yeah, and yeah. so on and so forth yeah, and yeah. Seeing it, was, it was everywhere how many different things can play into having a podcast episode of this size was something that was amazing for me and you know as jarring as it was J5 was one of the minds. Meals was one of the minds that were just in between the entire process of just saying, yo, we have worked on this before. And obviously, J5 has worked for Complex before, and he's also worked with editorial throughout many other music companies and and has dealt with <clears throat> conversing with athletes and, and, you know, artists of that size and of that stature. But being able to have those types of minds back you in ways that you could not just imagine two years prior just be like, okay, sure. we have the mindset to do this, this, and this. I trust you within the vision of X, Y, and Z. That has helped me build myself towards anything that we or I can create through in these next couple of years, five years from now, 10 years from now. Being able to <clears throat> build that has been something that has been, literally been the RNC backbone. And it's something that, you know, I'll always appreciate Five for, I'll always appreciate Meals for because they are the ones. Um, that have really held a lot of this down as far as our bigger moments, not only in RSC, but also on RSPN um, as well. I, I honestly don't think I would be able to do a whole lot without them. And that that moment in between trusting Kevin, uh, well, not trusting Kevin, having Kevin trust us to be able to uh, produce something that was this great ended up helping play for keeps a whole lot. And that's how we ended up you know, venturing into areas of check fade and say, well, we yeah, also yeah. have things going on very well for play for keeps. Trevor Trout also wants to be able to have some things that he wants to talk about with football, with his homeboys, JT, with Verone McKinley. Verone McKinley is now a Miami Dolphin. That is completely insane yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. to to be able nice. to have to be able to have all of these different types of things where we now have three different shows 
on a channel where it's completely building into war sports. Yes, it's going to sound a little bit different from season one, where we're definitely slandering and body embodying everybody that we want to in between season one and season two. But as we started getting a little bit more cognizant of our yeah, audience, we, we had to we had to chill out just a tad bit. But I, it was a it was definitely a, a beautiful thing. I feel like my mood was definitely higher for like all the elite stuff. You know, I still have like. I still have issues with it just like not working out, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it, it took a lot out of me, honestly. It kind of like, nigga, one day I woke up, nigga, and like, niggas was tweeting about like fucking Disney movies, bro. And I, and I was just like, no, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be totally, I'm gonna be totally fucking candid, nigga, because, you know, I can say whatever the fuck I wanna say now, nigga, it don't matter, but I'm gonna be totally candid, nigga. One day I woke up, bro. And niggas was tweeting about and whoever I mean you look bro I'm not I'm not getting on anybody who was directing that lane but I woke up and niggas was tweeting about Disney movies and uh, Avengers and shit and I kind of like I just saw it and then one day it was just like not happening anymore so mm-hmm. and, and honestly it, it doesn't matter like I I loved it it was like a very beautiful chapter for us and it was awesome and it was very exciting and there was always something going on but. Uh, I will say it not working out though, and not on that level, I guess. Even though we had what we had had happen, uh, it it took a lot out of me. Yeah, I, I will say there had there had been challenges. So even though we definitely did have the growth, there was there was also you know uh, good portions of frustration and pain that ended up happening in certain in certain moments. Um, not necessarily pain pain wise with you know the shows ended up changing in between play for keeps and and uh check fade as well but things ended up happening with where check fade could not continue obviously verone was i think i think that was in bowl season for verone yeah 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 yeah, absolutely he's Um, a a baller in college football so things things also changed in between um for play for keeps season two we ended up having things where we had a, a very nice promo package for for um season two of play for keeps in between cam and drew we ended up starting that and you know plans changed at that time where uh that all also did not continue but even with that as I, as I would look at how you know challenging that was to realize man we had so many things that were going on so strong for play for keeps and to realize that it's not going to continue with something that was challenging for me I ended up taking a look at the good of it and that ended up being you know that ends up just being something that I do a whole uh uh, uh I would say pretty frequent I would say pretty frequent um as far as when bad things happen I usually try and look for the good you know, when yeah, you had I mean, that, that's, that's the fair way to do it. When you had that season two promo video that we ended up pro, uh, doing for season keeps, you know, Cam hits me to the side and was like, yo, Kevin hit us up and was like, hey, who ended up making that promo video? And I made sure that I plugged you. So those those type of moments were moments that, you know, uh, made me feel good and realize yeah, yeah. and, and realize oh, wow, like these are beautiful things that came out of it regardless yeah, yeah. these are these these are flings these are things that i'm flipping in fucking iMovie i'm not i'm yeah, not i wasn't yeah. even using final cut at that point in time right, yet. right right yeah yeah no bro i i'm telling you nigga like there were just plenty of times where the shit that was happening i, I realized where it was coming from so and i realized it was behind the scenes on it so that's yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm always I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to be funny saying i woke up one day and saw disney tweets i was just saying like it wasn't just like one day but you know it man that shit was like i'm always gonna appreciate that chapter yeah it's it's, uh it's 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 parts that help us grow truthfully truthfully speaking literally literally and figuratively uh dealing with challenges dealing with successes that that era does not provide the rspn that we have 
right now to be able to kick us off into this. Well, not even kick us off, but be able to send us off into this finale without um, those types for of moments. Sure, for sure. Um, do you ever pull off having fans from all 30 NBA franchises? So this is definitely a deep cut question. <laughs> Shout out to whoever yeah. submitted this. Um, That's a negative, that was one of our that was one of our bigger goals <laughs> in having all 30 NBA franchises represented on rspn i think even now that's even a good time to even you know shout out to all of our guests because as we talk about the rspn faithful in all of our listeners this would literally be nothing without the guests that we ended up having um to be able to experience all of this with us and i want to say i want to say we're we're definitely not we're definitely not 100 because we did not have a nuggets fan uh that was definitely 100 that was for sure 100 purposeful so uh no nuggets fans were on this podcast thank god but let's see boston celtics fans let's if we were to take a look on the list celtics fans we've had multiple we had donnie luch we had shaq we had a plus um donnie luch shaq a plus donnie luch is our only as our only band member of the RSP of the RSPN, he's our yeah. only band guest, and no, um, we're not giving him back the keys because that was no. a decision made by the anonymous RSPN admin. Um, so Sussex is covered. Nets, we had Rich. Rich ended up uh, having his episode with Amps, probably one of the bigger episodes that we've ever had. We're going to talk sure. about that yeah. very briefly. Um, who else was a Nets fan? We had uh, Skip. Skip. Skip would talk about Nets and Knicks. So Skip is also part of the Knicks counts. The, the Knicks franchise as well as part of the Knicks piece as well. Obviously, we've had multiple Knicks fans. Shout out to Mecca Month. Um, I would like to say one of our better moments of the entire five. Yeah, yeah that's Mecca Month was I mean, yeah. Mecca Month was underrated, so man. So Mecca so Month was underrated, my, man. I'll say it. it. I'll say yeah, it. That shit, that shit was great. That shit was great. Meals was obviously on. Van was on. Uh, shout mm. out to Ian Begley. Ian Begley yeah, was yeah, yeah. was by far one of our one of our closest um, moments that we ever had as far as just having somebody who was within media that really did enjoy the show. That was something mm. that was also mind blowing to us at the time. So to be able to have Ian Begley was a huge moment for us at that time. That was January 2020. Yeah, shout, shout out Ian, that was January of last year. Yo. Can I, can, let me tell you a quick story. I, he, I don't think he'll mind, but he had DM me and basically had told me that he was listening to the show and you know how he was a fan and, uh, he gave me his number and he texted me, asked me if I ever needed some advice, you know, like just a real stand up dude. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. It, being able to have Ian, Ian on the show was something that we 100 percent appreciate. And of course, we would not be able to talk about the New York Knicks without our original Scoop Man, Scoop Man, uh, oh, before man. we ended up having our uh, sources via the Elite Media Group. Of course, our original Scoop Man, Scoop Man ended Love up Elton, being man. Big Elton. Love Elton, man. Held us he, down. He may have been on the show more than anybody. Uh, uh, is he our it's most frequent guest? I would, it's, I would. Him, him, kind of him, Chris, Matt, Cam, yeah, like those yeah. three are like, yeah, yeah, they up there. Skip, Skip's probably up there as well, but yeah, for sure, Chris, Matt, El, uh, Elton, Cam were probably on here the most. Yeah, I think I would like to think if our top three frequent guests, it's got to be Skip. No, not Skip. It's got to be Elton, Chris, Mack. And Skip Rich has been on a couple of times. Yeah, Malone's been on a, a Malone's few times. been on a couple of times. Um, who else? There's got to be. There's got to be a good amount. Cliff was on a couple of times too, but he was early. He was like he was like season one and two. Yeah. 
So, wow, I got I to gotta think about who was on the most freaking as well. So that's New York Knicks is very well covered. Nets is fairly covered. Sixers fans, obviously, Amp ends up being one of the bigger storylines that we had at the beginning of uh, RSPN. Oh, yeah. I mean, Amp uh, is definitely up there, too. I mean, he's been on yeah, here. Amp, yeah, it's got to be Amp, right? It's got to be yeah, Elton, Chris Mack, and Amp. Me and, yeah, me and Amp did a show just us, I think. That was when I was banned um, from RSPN for the week. Yeah, yeah. We, we've also we've also went on Amp's, so... You know, as yeah, a, as a, we also did Random Master podcast together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about the Florida Mount Rush. I think we did the Florida Mount Rushmore together. We did. We didn't. We, didn't we do like a? Didn't we do like a RSPNA show thing where we like uh, showed up on yes. each other's shows? Yep, yep. I believe we did that. I believe yeah. we did that. Um, yeah. But amp wise, I mean, all the way from 2018 when we when we went to the Heat and Sixers in the first round together, and mm-hmm. uh, amp definitely. Uh, made sure that his Sixers shirt was very visible in my face, and that was not the most exciting. Uh, he exposed Slanderless, one of our first ever lingos. He exposed yeah, the Slanderless yeah. era of RSPN. Uh, he says that he's also going to expose me in 2022. He says I'm not as 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 humble as I claim <laughs> to admit on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what any of that means, oh, but man. AMP has been, has been literally one of the bigger voices uh, that has helped RSPN literally from its inception into what we have now. So there's nothing but love for Amp and everything that he has helped provide um, to the show. Uh, Toronto Raptors, we had Persian on very mm-hmm. early. He shot a Persian. He held the he held the show down as the Toronto Raptors were preparing to make their way into an NBA championship. He he noted on what was that season? That was season two of RSPN. Wow, where he was like, "Hey, man." I'm not going to guarantee it's happening, but there is a chance. And let's sign <laughs> off on the chance. And I said, you know what? Yeah, let's sign off on the chance. Let's sign off on it. Let's sign off on the chance. We're going to talk about the Toronto Raptors becoming NBA champions. And then, of course, they ended up becoming NBA champions. Yeah, so, it happened. Spoke it. Shout out, shout out to Persian. Persian was definitely the one that held us down from a Raptors perspective. And who knows what happens between the Raptors these next couple of days trying to get Kevin Durant. Um, Chicago Bulls. Did we have a Bulls fan? No, right? No, no, we haven't. No Bulls fan. Did we have a Cavs fan? No. I'm trying to think. Nah. We haven't. I don't think we have had a. I don't think we've had. I think we. I don't think we've had a, a, a Cavs fan. Detroit Pistons. We had uh, Jay Adams. Jay Adams Ooh. was with Skip on one of the Christmas episodes. Jay that's Adams true, held true. us down. Cliff is a Pistons fan. I think Quan is a Pistons fan too. I don't think he's been on the show. I don't think Quan had the ability to be on the show though, which is something that I highly, highly regret. Kind of crazy, yeah. But yeah, he is a Pistons fan. We'll shout him out anyway. And then Cliff was also a Pistons fan um, as well. Uh, Pacers fan. No. No Pacers fans, right? No Pacers. My my stepdad is from is a Pacers fan. He's from Indianapolis, believe it or not. Uh Bucks fan. We no. no. So I know the Bucks fans. Shout out to Don Artistry. Don Artistry yeah, listens yeah. to the show. Oh yeah, um, Don, yeah. Don is a Don is a Bucks fan, but. No, he has gone. He made sure to rub that in my face when the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship. Um, Did not have the ability to have Don. Yo, the amount of people did not get to have is crazy. You know, maybe 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 there'll be an anniversary episode, man. You never know, man. I do, I do, I do want to appreciate you, Don. He he, because he he is definitely one of those that yeah, yeah, yeah. That has made sure that you know he has he has showed his love for the show listened in tuned in with us had our conversations between you and i as well pulled up on a twitch too as well shout out to don man mm-hmm. don man is something don is somebody that we very much so appreciate here in our community 
Um, Hawks fans had multiple, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have had you your stints. Yeah. Chris Mack, me. of course. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I did not get to have one of the more uh, challenging Hawks fans on RSPN as of yet. Keith has been making sure that I know that the Atlanta Hawks are going to destroy the Miami Heat um, in a little bit less verbiage than he ended up being used um, on Twitter. I have got to the point where I am laughing at Keith because the Hawks <laughs> just lost to the Heat in the first round. Um, but that is not on his mindset. So we did not have the ability to have Keith on the show. But as we talked about other podcasts, he is he is definitely one of those ones. Back of the Chevelle is one of those earlier, early 2010s podcasts that I think influenced a lot of people to to want to try and grab a microphone and try and do this based on just the fun that you see people having. So shout out to Keith. Um, Hornets fans. Uh, I mean, I don't think Cyrus has been on here. Do we still ca- Cyrus, oh. Cyrus? Cyrus actually has been on here. So, yes, that counts. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Cyrus. Right, there we go. We'll take it. So there's a Hornets fan, uh, Heat fan. That's obvious. Yeah. Shout out to myself. Shout out to Cornell. Shout out to X. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has been Heat fans on the show? Um, I think that's it. That's it, right? Yeah, I think that's it. That's it, right? I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, nah. yeah I, th- I, th- I think that's, that's it. it. Um, yeah. who else? Who else? Who else? Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Face. Face. Face has never been on the show. I think I asked Face one time if he wanted to pull up on RSPN. He couldn't do it at that point in time but uh that definitely would have checked off the box for having an orlando magic fan but i don't think we've had any other orlando magic fans outside of that uh washington wizards chris mack yeah who else are there any other Wizards fans? that's it right okay so for the east we have no bulls no calves no pacers no magic Mm-hmm. okay so it's like four okay nuggets bad, honestly nuggets guaranteed no that was by design uh yeah. timberwolves of course jeff robbie rav yeah, yeah um yeah. Uh, oh my God, John, Johnny Barnes has not I mean, been on RSBM, but Johnny yeah. Barnes is also a fan. Uh, Jamal, I believe, said that he was a Wolves. I, I think he is, but I don't think he's been. On, he hasn't been on our show though. Yeah, no, Jamal's been on the show. What? Jamal's been on the show. You don't remember when he was talking about? Um, uh, he showed up on the Jamal's been on the show like twice or two, what? two or three times. You don't remember when Jamal was on the show and and the and the shooting just happened in Milwaukee? Oh and he, and shit! He, and yeah, he was yeah, getting, yeah, giving I do, his details. I do remember. I yeah. do remember. I do remember. Very That's odd right. details. Right. I remember when Jamal ended up coming onto the show, but that I was remember. that was definitely uh, that was definitely one of the episodes. That's right. Yeah, Jamal been on here like twice. He was also on the Kobe okay, episode. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, shout out Jamal, of course. Uh, Thunder fans, fans of the no. Oklahoma City Thunder, not nah, right. Nah. Okay, so no Nuggets, no Thunder. Not really. No Thunder. Yeah, yeah, no Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blazers. No. Nah. I don't think we've had. No, I don't even. I don't even know any Trailblazer fans, honestly. Um. Uh, uh. Oh my God. Young Koala is a Young Koala is a Blazers fan. We didn't have the. Uh, I mean, obviously, we didn't have the opportunity to have her on the show, but she also does her thing with the Portland Trailblazers and the stresses that uh, end up um, annoying her about what has been happening in Portland. But definitely no Blazers fan. Thankfully, shot the Young Koala. Not on the show, though. However, so no Blazers fans. Um. The Jazz. <laughs> We've never You're had striking jazz out on the West. Hold on, we don't have a jazz fan. <clears throat> nah. So we're striking out on the West right now. No jazz fans. Okay, Warriors fans. Obviously, yeah, shout we, out to Janelle Moore. Yeah. Janelle Moore ended up pulling up, but I know plenty of Warriors fans. Uh, not only yeah, my cousin there. Mike. Uh, shout out to. Oh my God! Shout out to. Um. Oh my God. Shout out to Julian. God damn. I almost forgot. I almost forgot Julian. I was trying to remember your handle, Julian, but you usually change it from time to time. 
Um, oh my god, I can't remember what the fucking handle is. But Julian was also not on RSPN as well, but very, very huge, huge, huge Warriors fan. He goes all the way back from the time. As far as, as far as we were talking about Skip and all the different variations of Mark that he has seen, Julian has also seen plenty uh as well. He goes all the way back from the early Curry at Monte Ellis days of Golden State. So shout out to that. I think I ended up hitting a game winner over him with Beedrins, and that ended up pissing him wow. off a whole lot. That was like NBA sure. 2K12. Wow, how the fuck do I remember that? Uh, Clippers fans, <clears throat> no, right? Because nah. for at least a season and a half, they were named as the Redacteds. Mm. We did not acknowledge them at any point of experience or any form of way. So, um, no, no Clippers fans. Uh, Lakers fans, there has obviously been a whole lot. Many, many. Uh, there's Cam, there is Drew, there is J5, there is Josh Pease, there's who else, who else, who else, who else? I'm sure there's more. It was more Laker fans than that. Let's take a look. Um, Bands is a, well, Bands, Bands is, he is a Lakers fan, right? Yeah, I, I, would, say, I, would, say, I would say Bands is a Lakers fan. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I would say Bands, I would say Bands is a Lakers fan. Um, Who else? Is that it? Is that it as far as, is, it, is that it as far as, is that it as far as Lakers? That's pretty much. I think so. Shout out Scott. He's never been on the show. But oh, he's, Huey's he's also a Lakers fan. Shout out to Huey. Huey. Shout out Huey, man. Huey yeah, held yeah, down yeah. the show so much, not only from showing up in season two of RSPN, but also wow. helping us with our perfect plays of the week. That's true. Shout out Perfect Play. Everything that had happened throughout Perfect Plays as one of our earlier commercial breaks, he had worked on to have some of our favorite moments um, going on throughout the week of the regular season. He helped us put that together in a nice little video yeah. package that we used to literally put on our RNC radio page. We put our Perfect Plays of the week uh, that did not happen without Huey and the Perfect Play team. Shout out to Huey. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, 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 I think that is it as I far as... Oh, Scott! What's going on? You, yeah, you yeah. say Scott, Scott wasn't Scott on... Scott wasn't, you say Scott, Scott wasn't on RSPN. Okay. No, nah, he hasn't been on. He might have sent a voicemail or some shit at some point, but... He definitely uh, was on the voice note of... He was definitely was on the voice note of the Kobe episode. He ended, he yeah, ended, he ended yeah, the Kobe episode. Uh, Justin Goldchain, also a Lakers fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, Shout out to Justin Goldchain. Um... And I, th- I, I want to say that's, that's it. it. I want to say that's it as far as Laker fans. Like, oh, God damn it, Trevor Trout. God, how do we forget? Oh, how do we yeah. forget, Trev? Trevor? Trevor Trout. Trevor that's Trout it. ended up having one of the bigger pile drives that has ever been done to me on um, on RSPN. It's probably going to end up being one of the higher uh, <laughs> listen to RSPNs just because of that, yeah, because the RSPN Facebook loves my pain. So, um that ends up being within that as well. As we talk about, we all we, we also forgot from the Hawks fan perspective, Armand. Armand is another uh, name Armand, that we need yeah, to add absolutely. to the Hawks fans. Absolutely. Um. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I really think that's. I really think that's it as far as as far as Laker fans. I think that's it. Kind of close. I'm scrolling through everything just to make sure that we did not forget anybody. But nah, that's it. That's gotta be it. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Lakers fans are done. Um, Suns fans. Mm-mm. Nah. One of the earlier Suns interactions that I end up remember having was remember when we were like, "Hey, what if Kyrie gets traded to the Suns?" Very, yeah, very yeah. odd thing. Well, kind of, kind of, kind of funny to think about now as we are now looking at yeah, where yeah, Kyrie is going <laughs> and whether or not Kevin Durant is going to be a member of the Phoenix Suns. So that's actually very surprising. Um, Kings fans, shout out to Allen. Allen has not been on RSPN, but that is definitely who I know as a Sacramento Kings fan. Allen 
has seen much more earlier variations of me because he was literally with me in high school. So he has seen me at a very early age, uh, but he was not on RSPN. Uh, so I don't think we have any Kings fans. Uh, Mavericks, shout out to Pierce Simpson. Pierce Simpson yes, ended course. up coming up with us. Shout out to Complex. And of course, yeah, everything yeah. that's going on within Complex Sports as well. Pierce Simpson. One of my favorite episodes. Pierce Simpson ended up um, having a good quote that when we were asking where does he think Giannis is going, he liked the idea of Giannis going to the Mavericks. I did not like it, but we had plenty of fun uh, with Pierce in that case. I think that's our only Mavericks. I think that's our only Mavericks fan. Shout out to Terry so. as well, but Terry was not on um, uh, RSPM before. Rockets fans. I know uh, phone deposits. Phone deposits was never on RSPM, but that's one of the yeah, bigger we, Rockets fans that I do know. Fan on here, though. Rock, we are striking out on the West. Wow, we were yeah, we, we were really East Coast centric. I mean, there wasn't know, a the Rockets. Laker, the Lakers are dominant in the West as far as fan base, bro. There wasn't a Rockets fan. Wow. Okay, Memphis no Grizzlies. Shout out to Bryce Hayes. Bryce Hayes is a yeah, Grizzlies yeah, fan. Yeah. Bryce Hayes was able to have a great episode with us. And, of course, Grizzlies fans are definitely cooking up as of right now. Uh, Pelicans fans, we had Malone. Shout out to Malone. You know yes, right. Definitely represented with that. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. I want to say we had a Spurs fan, we yo. We didn't, bro. Who? Did we have – we didn't have a Spurs fan? You just, you just hear me say Spurs a lot because of Tottenham. Yo, I'm scrolling all the way to the Sick. beginning. Okay, I'm – Nah, bro. We we've named, here, bro. We've named every single guest – so far as of right now but we have not had a and i'm pretty sure we're not missing anybody i'm scrolling i'm scrolling we haven't missed a single name oh ty but ty 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 has held down rspn of course through multiple seasons but i don't know if he has a specific allegiance to a fandom i'm not sure i'm not sure i don't think he has a specific allegiance to a fandom man maybe things have changed um since his move but I don't know if he's I don't know if he's holding I don't know if he's holding it down in New York, in um in uh in in, in New York's with, with any of the New York teams. I don't know yet. Um That might be it, bro. Oh, also shout out to Dakota Schmidt. Dakota Schmidt also held Not us yet. down from a G League perspective. G League um he was he was one he was literally our G League correspondent in telling us the good things that we should tap into in who might end up making their way as one of those undrafted coming up into the NBA, making a big name. So shout out to Dakota Schmidt, but I don't know if he also had an allegiance. Ty and Dakota Schmidt, I think, are only are, are only two guests on RSPN that did not have a pure allegiance. That we know of. Exactly. Yeah. That 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 they told us of. So I don't know. Um, I think that's it. I think that's I think it. So. Scro- I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling once again to make sure that we did not forget anybody because this has to make sure that we. I would be completely damaged and crushed if we forgot anybody within this case. So, um, we already said that. We already said that. God, Cam has to be up there as one of our most frequent guests. I would like. I would like to think he's up there, bro. He's up there. He's got to be, bro. I, I mean, top three has to be. Has to be. Has to be. Um, Bryce Elton. It's got to be Elton, Cam, and. Chris Mack, as far as our yeah, most, as far as our most frequent, I'm confident Elton and Chris Mack are up there, top three. Yeah, those those three guys for sure. And I think that yeah, we're 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 already at the end. Wow, that was all of our guests. Wow, everybody has everybody has held us down in such crazy ways. Yes, that- fantastic, man. I, I really, it's like yo, I'm just so many funny times with a lot of those people, bro. Like it's crazy. Um, last two questions that we actually do have before we sign off for the final time 
Uh, what were some of the best episodes of all time? All so time. I'm gonna we're here two and a half hours is crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up our statistics as we talked about statistics earlier. I'm gonna bring up some of our statistics and I'm going to literally I give you. Like, yeah, I can't name things specific. I can name like moments. I don't know about the episodes. I I can just tell you a few of my personals real quick before like the analytics part. Mm-hmm. I know. I know when I defeated China, that was an amazing moment in history. <laughs> um, there was a time where, like, I was ordering checkers. I think doing a podcast from the car. There was a time where I was smoked out with Malone playing <laughs> FIFA. Now, the, now, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, these aren't. I don't consider the greatest. It's just these are just moments that, like, I remember. Uh, I had a amazing time doing RSPN Uncensored. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved. I loved um, the episode we did with there was a there was a, a, a I think it was a draft episode we did with Cliff that I really really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, Mecha Month was just hilarious. <laughs> I'm telling you, and Mecha Month was not appreciated. Episodes, yeah, fantastic episodes. Um, there was an episode that me and Mark realized. We were messing with the same girl before the show started. That was an amazing episode. Oh my god! Um, Didn't we learn about that mid-show? Basically, Jesus. It's okay. It's not a big deal. That has to be 2019. That has yeah, to be it, 2019. It, it's a, yeah, it's something like that. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. Like, there was an episode where he lost power. That was crazy. Like it's more moments for me that I'm just like, oh my god, that was hilarious. I remember that shit. But thank this is... God we've only had one moment like that where we lost power, and that's because yeah, the yeah, white yeah, side plugged out my internet. Crazy. So as far as the top episodes of RSPN, based on the amount of plays throughout, five, give or take five seasons, because those original moments in season one and season two, those those stats are lost when we yeah, made our yeah. way from. Um, uh, Apple Podcasts. Well, when 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 we when, they, we, when we ended basically. up transitioning from the RNC page to our own page, so those real true season one and season two stats are not like accurate compared to compared to what we have. So mostly at season three, season four, and season five, which I would say ends up being you know some sure, of our yeah, stronger uh, episodes to begin with in general. Um, the top episode still continues to be the top episode. Of RSPN, at least. Obviously, Play for Keeps, the Kevin Durant episode, is by mm. far our highest episode ever. Yeah, um, yeah. There's high episodes of Play for Keeps. There's high episodes of um, uh, Check Fate as well. But best, most listened to RSPN episode is episode 39 in season three, One Last Bet, featuring both co-hosts of Play for Keeps, Cam and Drew. Yeah. It was the NBA Finals preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said the Heat are going to make it a seven-game series. I was laughed at. <laughs> I was abused. And Cornell bursted down the doors of the RSPN studios yeah, to say the Heat are winning the NBA episode. Finals. Yeah. And that was almost a two-hour episode. That is the most listened-to episode of RSPN. That, that is Insane. followed by Save Your Tears, episode mm-hmm. 28 of season four. That is with okay. A-plus and Cam. Yeah. Yeah, you want to yeah. know what happened that week? The Bucks swept <laughs> the fucking heat. That's right. That's so right. So no surprise that those first two episodes, the two All best episodes episode of RSPN, come from my pain. I'm not making this crazy. up. That's crazy. 
third ends up being Z Share Boys, episode 38 of season <laughs> yeah. three. That is okay. with Eddie. Shout out to Bands. Uh, yeah, we yeah, ended up yeah. having one of the first talks with Eddie before the Etceteras was made between oh, himself yeah. and Kevin Durant, which is still going very strong as of right now. But one of the first um, episodes the Bands did before the Etceteras began was is our third highest uh, episode of RSPN of all time. Um, this was a surprise to me. Episode, actually, no, this is not a surprise to me. When the beef is authentic, episode 18 of season five. This <laughs> is this is when James Harden got traded to the Philadelphia 76ers yeah, yeah, and Rich that. and Amp sent in their voice notes. <laughs> and, Amp, course, and Amp bro. shut down the show in the ways where we had literal tears in our eyes. So that is number four. Yeah, um no The Wheel of Misfortune is number five, episode 15 of season four. Mm. Can I look at can I look at episode 15 of season four? I'm gonna look at that description. The Wheel of Misfortune is when I ended up creating the um the spin, uh, I, the, I, remember, I remember I ended up creating the spin yeah. wheel and you were like, yeah, I, Cam, I, I what really, the fuck are we doing? We were like, what, yeah, what the fuck I are we doing this kid? Yeah, and yeah, Cam yeah. was like, hey, I don't know. I forgot what what was bad going on in, in episode 15 of season four that he ended up having to be on. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a quick look as we go with that. Um after that, I think this is number six, one night stand featuring Trevor Trout. Episode 25 okay. of season four. Classic. When I ended up getting pile drived, and he said, Rest in piss, the Miami Heat. That was also pretty bad for me. Um, can't spell LASIK without LA, season five, episode 17. That is also mm-hmm. with Cam. We talked about, I think we ended up talking about Westbrook stresses in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, episode one of season four, A Lesson in Loyalty. So the intro of season four of RSPN, which literally came off to of season three, I think that ends up being our most successful. <laughs> um rspn season i guess you would say we came back like literally three weeks later and started season four um with not only a theme song but also um with our but with our um new art that ended up coming with that so shout out to mike sick rose mike rose ended up well not ended up he's one of my um uh longest friends out here in palm beach compared to everybody else that is also uh out here as well he ended up helping me with some production towards season four because between season one and season three we ended up having um licensed music being played and thank god we were not one of the shows that ended up getting getting pulled off uh, yeah. because of our licensed music but after a while i was just like yo we we can't we, we can't take the l and just continue to um we just can't take the L and continue to play this licensed music just in case they ever come for us. We need an actual theme. And it's probably better right now that we have an actual theme because our show is actually growing. Yeah. And um, went to the studio one time. He ended up chopping up our um, theme music. And that's what you hear each and every week on RSPN. The logo of RSPN was something that I ended up creating. Um, I wanted something very close to the NBA countdown on ESPN. That's where you end up seeing the circle. I ended up getting the art for the Larry O'Brien trophy, which was right over to the side. I used RSPN in the way that ESPN used ESPN within that font, made the RSPN logo. Um, Ended up being something that is so close to the ESPN logo that I cannot print it on hats when you go to new era or when you go into lids <laughs> so that is something that has been challenging for me um, but that logo was also helped with us through um a good friend of mine shout out to Brittany. Brittany um was able to help us render the logo and make it the revolving way that you end up seeing and she did an amazing job with that and i was very very happy to be able to help um to have her included within our process to make sure season four was completely amazing. So shout out to Brittany. She helped me out very well um, with that. Uh, helped the show very well with that. 
And um, that's how we came for season four of RSPN. So the intro towards that is what we ended up having um, as one of our top episodes. Our show is Bacon. Episode 21, season four is right underneath that, <laughs> where we had the Draymond and the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. also within that. Uh, Angels in the City, episode 41 of season three, when the Lakers won the NBA championship and Josh literally oh, left the show mid so to jump into a uh, into a celebration parade. Uh, that is one of our higher episodes. The Encounter, which featured Jamal. I think we were trying to find the amount of times that we can say nigga, and I think that was one of our top uh, as far as as far as like the the actual counts, we actually had the most, probably the most that we've ever said nigga on a show was probably yeah. season four, episode twenty two of RSPN. Um, Elephant Love in that. the room is right underneath that. That's featuring Elton. That is the infamous. Um, that is the infamous. What's her name again? Damn, I already forgot her damn name. That's how unimportant she is right now. Um, Rachel damn. Nichols. Yeah, that's the yeah, Rachel seriously. Nichols episode. Uh, we were literally up until 1230 screaming at each other in regards to that episode. I apologize to Jeff to that from time to time still because that episode was just very long for no reason. Um, it but it ended up one. being one of our more uh, passionate conversations. So shout out to Elton for that. Um, the Beta Sport, episode nine of season four, that also features Elton. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what hey, happened. In the, I'm trying to remember what happened in the El- Beta Elton got at least 10 episodes. Elton's got classics. I'm trying to, yo, yeah. Elton has classics. Got classics, bro. Uh, after that, there's Blueprint 4 with Robbie. Nothing lasts forever with Malone. Another episode with Elton, Armageddon. Uh, Flex that clap bag with Skip. That's one of the Mecha Month episodes. The That's Roaring fine. 20s. And we start going further and further down. But that ends up being our top 10 go, and man. some That's more awesome. of wow. our episodes of uh rspn they, those end up being uh those end up being some of my favorites as well hope of those yes. end up being some of your favorites throughout these past five seasons and our final 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 question to go before we sign off uh where is the anonymous rspn admin is what we have <laughs> here uh for the side i would like to say that he has been listening for the entire time <laughs> he has been very very uh <laughs> Admin. what's the best word to describe what's the best word to describe how you have been um for these past admin, couple of admin's months? benefits didn't even hit yet bro would you say <laughs> the benefits well the benefits no, I was, I was like, benefits didn't even hit yet bro he's out of a job bro okay with uh, anonymous rspn admin your mic is now unmuted you you have the ability to talk with us as of right now what for, for one we appreciate everything that you have done towards holding down our first and our only year on twitter on of the uh of the series there's been plenty that you had to make sure that you updated throughout these past couple of months we definitely do appreciate it but your silence that has come outside of the channel would you say that that's just 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 more so trying to step out of the 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 limelight of the show and make sure that you're not seen as much or do you think it's more so of a uh i think it's more so of a shyness yeah um <laughs> all right oh is it was it the shyness yeah uh okay um well if you're not gonna be as vocal as i was hoping you would be on our finale i'll ask you this as far as an rspn perspective Come on, what have you liked so much about the show? Because obviously you have to listen to this like each and every week. You talk about it on the channel. You make sure that right, our channel right. is updated, so on and so forth. You help us out in that case. And that's also been something that we really do appreciate. But as far as like what you enjoy about the episode, um, or more so our episodes just in general for the season, how have you felt? To me, it clears the distractions out your brain a little bit. Settles you down. It's like having a glass of wine. 
You sound kind so, of familiar random, there, you, anonymous RSPN admin. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> not the not necessarily what I expected. Have you been? Li- I don't even think we had. I don't even think we had the opportunity to ask. Have you been listening for a good amount of time? Like, if you were listening from season one, like, what would you say is the 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 big difference? Or more, or more so, or, or more so, has there really been a large difference compared to how we sounded in season one compared to what we have today in season five? You know, the right people told me to check it out, and I did. I mean, it was it had me loop, it had me locked in for you know the first. You know, every show started off kind of slow, but after that second episode, I was hitting everybody in the group chat. Oh, so the, <laughs> the, so the episode where on, we did man. the tank, so we did the tanking joint. <laughs> Uh, episode two, season one, and that's the one that got you. That's the, the one, one that, that got, got you. you. Yeah. Interesting. Wow, that's wow. actually wow. pretty. Okay, that's actually pretty interesting. interesting. I mean, I mean, granted, I did have a good amount to say about the Philadelphia 76ers and their tanking, which I think I would I would like to say actually wow, did help man. us a whole you, lot. You kind of destroyed tanking. I feel like I feel I feel like I feel like so right. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, I feel like that also actually yeah, did yeah, change yeah. things um, a whole lot. But I'm still stuck on. Did we ever? Uh, what is your? I, this this just sounds like really really familiar right now. What is your what is your name, anonymous RSPN admin? Sure. Do you have a last name? I think, or is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you gonna right. let us know or? Sure. Okay. Um, okay. All right. This has just been one of the most awkward times that I think that we have ever had. Uh, why? Why? Yeah, why? Yeah. Did, why did? Why did we not do this sooner? I don't know. I feel like it's okay, man. The the, myst- the mystery of it all was worth it, man. I'm actually high right now. Oh, um, <laughs> all right. All well, right. I'm, I'm about to to celebrate this this uh, this final episode with my with my one of my good guys. Right. I've here. heard this plenty of times through Jeff throughout the week, so I'm not surprised that you are on the Jeff plan. Yeah. But um, any uh, any things that you want to sign off with? Like, do you want to ask anybody anything? Do you want to ask us anything? Like, what do you have on your mind before we actually end up signing off for the entire series? Do you think Jeffrey got old boy killed at the club? Um, We're <laughs> not talking anything YSL. Bro. I have no idea what is. Bro. I don't. Why did you even ask? Why did you even ask I'm us that? I'm actually hot right now. Um, <laughs> this is just. <sighs> Well, admin, you know, I, the account, it, it's up. It's still up. So <laughs> maybe it was just better that we just kept this on the maybe it was just better that we just kept the uh, the anonymous RSPN admin in straight anonymity. Richard. If you do want to follow Richard, maybe he'll continue to use the RSPN on RNT account. Yeah. Uh, okay. but well, I don't know why it's, it's there's we're not going to have any other episodes going forward. Uh, we'll just, we'll just mute, we'll just mute the anonymous RSPN admin for now. Um, I will say this throughout four years, I think this has been one of the longest dedications that I have ever had towards somebody, especially in this case (laughs) of talking to, so you really underestimate and underrate the frequency yeah. that you have to do to have a podcast. And I think if you are doing this with a co-host, which I would assume at this point in state, at this point in time for 2022 podcast, just about everybody has a co-host and is not doing their podcast solo. Right. Um, you talk a whole lot with your co-host, not only yeah, just you about what you are 
planning to talk about on the show, but also everything that happens in between life, in between that uh, time. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I think in those earlier years is when we started getting into an area where, you know, moving to Atlanta and being able to pull this off was something that was felt something that was going to be so amazing because um, it really grew a brotherhood, man. I must say this is yeah. this has been something that has this felt a whole thing, lot different. You know? Um, you and I, again, this was something that we got named up to build as from an RNC perspective. A lot of people trusted us in ways that maybe we didn't even trust ourselves. Sure. Um, five meals, everybody else in RNC. Um, I have AMP on my side as well. I'm sure you have your voices that had, um, that yeah, had, yeah. uh, shared their insight with you and gave you details and gave you, and gave you things that, you know, built you and made you feel really good about this. And um, 2018 just feels a whole lot different from it what it is in 2022. It, it, it really does. It was some time ago, but I don't know. Things were definitely different then, and that's it's obviously fine. And, you know, even now, I'm still very proud to, like, you know, just be a part of RSPN and mm-hmm. uh, just what it was and what it is going forward and our history and what it did for both of us as friends and uh yeah, I mean, I can go all the way back to, you know, the the cookout and us trying Cliff's pizza for the first time or, mm. you know, it, it just it, it really just rings bells. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, you know, I love you with all my heart and everything that you've done. Obviously, you know, y'all got to understand Mark has worked 10 times harder than I have for this. You know what I'm saying? With the editing and, and, and the, the note taking and all that different type of work. So, you know, this was not. Uh, it's definitely not a one person job, but you know, we, we, we did everything that we could and I'm really happy that it's ending on like such a great note. Yeah. Actually, you know, it wasn't weird. We had both come to an agreement, um, before recording an episode, maybe like a month ago, month and a half ago, maybe that this would be it. So, and we were really on the same page. It was actually hilarious and, but it, it felt good. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, shit, bro, this is really just like, another step another chapter I'm, I'm not even really closing the book because i know well obviously you guys will probably hear us together just like randomly about something who knows you know maybe we'll pop up and talk about the finals next year on some fun shit but uh rspn obviously the episodes are there for you and we want you guys to check it out if you if you ever just want to reminisce or go back to some dope ass times where we were just like kicking shit and uh yeah I, I, I again right now it's uh you know eastern time 12:54 a.m. us doing this and mm-hmm. I, I really wouldn't want to be anywhere else doing this is important for y'all to know how late it is because this is an important episode so um i'm extremely grateful you know what i'm saying obviously um humble had a had a great time i love basketball obviously i'll still be there i might even talk about it more on social media now that i'm not doing it on here so mm-hmm. uh you know you just never know but everybody who came on this fucking show and shouted us out and show fucking love man all the way down from you know my niggas that i grew up with to to people from R- R- uh, rnc like j5 millsy you know i mean really it's appreciated on all levels bro so you know this is uh this was definitely a, a hell of an experience. I'd do it all over again, you know, it's easy. I, I told Mark before, I was like, nigga, if you told me, if it was the opposite a month ago and you said, let's do five more seasons, I would have did five more seasons, you mm-hmm. know, but um, we were so linked with like 
where we both were in this life right now and shit, nigga, you know, we in our 30, we in our early thirties now, you know? So, uh, it's, it's a definitely just a different, different thing. So obviously you guys will probably hear from us on different outlets and, and different, you know, uh, uh, sound waves, but Mark's obviously doing his damn thing over there, uh, with black print on Amazon with J five and, and P. So mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. You can still catch me at the lookout no matter what. Um, so yeah, man, I, I don't, I'm, you know, I love basketball. I love doing this for so long, bro. It means the world to me. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy. I got to just talk to so many dope people. Like I said, this shit's on my resume, nigga. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is like real, real life stuff. You know what I'm saying? So we weren't just jumping on here talking three hours, two hours every Monday to give y'all episode on Tuesday. And uh, appreciate y'all for sharing it. The retweets, the DMs, the contest entries, uh, whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everything. So, yeah, man, I just I had to get that shit off. And, and um, yeah, it's really RSPN forever. Like I said, nigga, we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll see us on a different way, I'm sure. But uh, it has been amazing. And with that yeah. said, I was thinking I was thinking of what would end up playing us out for as of right now i know last call is usually the traditional thing that people do as far as this but instead we're just gonna play something a little bit just gonna play something a little bit different right now right out to sign off um all of that is 100 true 100 accurate can you hear it can you actually hear that you can hear it right okay as long as you can hear i feel like everybody else will hear it it shouldn't really be anything that's uh too loud coming over your speakers as of right now i'll actually end up turning that down just to just a little bit but that's i feel like it's 100 accurate i feel like all of that that we have built in the past four years has been 100 love between you and i um none of this none of this at all changes what is going to happen within the next couple of months i believe we would yeah. say we're all working on toward we're all working towards bigger and better things um rsbn helped us with so many different ways of believing in ourselves Mm-hmm. believing in the ability to learn new things again there is no age limit to any of this shit i know the big joke is fucking two chains was 36 years old when he had his run but please yeah. hey, do man. realize there the fuck you want to do bro this is i'm not gonna say it's the easiest shit i think that i think that turns down Oh, a whole lot of the more important, or a whole lot of the, the challenges and the struggles that people go through through daily, weekly, hourly with content creation. This content creation shit is not easy, but I will say that teasing yourselves brand new things ends up being one of the best things that I feel like That's we right. had ever chosen to do between Jeff and I on this platform. And right. to be able to experience it with Jeff has also been something that has been completely amazing. Um, Thank you. I would not want to be able to do RSPN without anybody else. I know people loved the fact that there was the cool nonchalant side to a lot of this, and then there was the <laughs> screaming loud maniac that yeah. also handled right beside it. And we also yeah. had our own style, we had our own shtick, so on and so forth. Being able to find your voice in that is one of the most important things towards a whole lot of this. So for those that are listening and also want to make that jump, please, 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 please fucking jump um there are so many people to thank j5 meals everybody that has been within rnc that helped us throughout those first couple of guests when we weren't even sure whether or not we could get guests or not everybody that had helped uh towards building the show promo wise sharing wise 
the people that we had hit up and was like, yo, would you come to the show and talk a little bit of basketball with us? And we pulled up even whether or not you couldn't. Exactly. Even, even if you couldn't and you still listen to the show and tuned in to hear Jeff talk, hear myself talk, we this is this is by far one of the more humbling moments and probably all this is gonna start to hit me uh very soon after this is done. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> Who else to thank? We've already thanked everybody with the logos. The art was also is. Uh, oh, thank you for Disney for not suing us. Thank you for oh, Mickey. Man. Thank you for Mickey so Mouse. Y'all played the part, man. Thank you, thank you, Mickey Mouse for not suing us. You had plenty yeah, of opportunities man. too, because that first RSBN logo is a complete bite. Uh, this RSBN logo that's currently here is also another bite. We um, did. We did. There's just been so. There's just been so many people that have just been a part of this. That um, from guest wise to show wise everybody that has helped with the discussion and talk with us those have also been amazing um god even if it feels like we're not going anywhere it has been something that we really do appreciate asan drame rest in peace oh man rest in peace man that is another uh that is another name that we did not have the opportunity to to have on rspn but that is something or somebody that we really did appreciate as far as those it's it's really tough to look at those sixty thousand views and realize how many people that you were touching so for all of those within the rspn faithful that have held us down within these past four years this is thank you I, i i really do owe you a lot jeff owes you a lot i owe you a lot and very proud my heart is really heavy right now um did not expect for it to be this heavy but <laughs> it's all good man truth be told jeff is going to be on an island with champagne somewhere um Indeed. what am i going to do it's probably twitch by the end of the week i don't know i already did island with a champagne earlier today but you'll see us man nba is just in a good space man i hope everybody else has the opportunity to enjoy it i can we're gonna sign off for Lock all of in. those that have appreciated the Alpha Sport with yeah. us, holla at us. Yeah. Shaboy! By the way, the Knicks suck.